Blog Talk Radio. It's that time. We have the people. This is Eric from Moana. This is Priscilla Lima. This is Casey Patterson. The story in real time. We're a much better team now than we were then. I'm not looking at just this year. I'm looking at the next four years. You're listening to The Net Live with Barney. You didn't win, so you must not have done a good job. And DJ Ruscha. I have great thighs. It's The Net Live right now. <laughs> Well, welcome to the show. Just like that. Just like that. Jeremy, you and I hanging out in the studio, just chatting, and uh, all of a sudden the show's on because I didn't have my volume up. Correct. Welcome to Net Live, everybody, including me. Welcome to Net Live, Kevin Barnett. Eighth uh, of December, two thousand fourteen, and uh, Jeremy, we're creeping up on six years here, and I believe. Can you tell me why you keep turning my volume up? Oh, is that you? Yeah. I'm are the, you one? No. You are one. I am I, two. I must have hit two by accident moving yeah, these wires. I can hear perfectly. I believe that uh, this is the end of year six. I know that. But I believe this is around three years or so for you. Is that is that right? four for me, Kevin. Four? Is it four you've been sitting here? What, you, this is 2015? We're going to be in 15. I January started, of 15. I think I started in 2011. Really? Because I remember the first time Reed approached me about it was at... The Long Beach event in 2010. Oh, yeah. When you guys did your khaki shorts, white shirt photo. That's right. Yeah, it was awful. That was really good. That was Yeah, I, I screwed that up because I didn't bring the right clothes. <laughs> you had like cargo shorts. I was short, too uh, busy bringing the motocross clothes because we yeah. shot some goofy stuff afterwards. Drink. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. Well, you're four. Anyways, been here, uh, been here a long time, both of us. I think I need a raise. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we'll give you a good percentage raise. 100% raise from what I'm making now. What, is, what does that equal out to? I'm gonna, you know what? I, I'm going to go even further. I'm going to give us both 100% raises. Sweet. Both of us are going up 100%. Fantastic. Yeah, we're on our way. Totally worth it. <laughs> and the shade for your skylight, that's crushing me right now. Uh, you know, the wintertime is tough. We need a shade for that one. We have a shade for the one over here, but not yeah, that one. Yeah, one that hits you, not the one that is baking me right now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you to be cold. Yeah, trust me. We want you to be comfortable. Little fat Jeremy has self-insulation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Net Live. We have a good show planned for you today. Uh, we are fading towards Final Four Oklahoma City. Don't forget, we will be there. If you are a fan and you will be there, we will be in the convention hall on Friday, courtesy of Gold Medal Squared. Thank you to those guys that are bringing us out and hosting us as they did last year up in their booth, and they're setting up couches. I think you're going to be at the table, J. Rowe. We're going to have couches for hanging out. Because I'm the... Uh, the tech guy. The tech guy, yeah. <laughs> we I need a place for the computer. I can't be comfortable, so I'm the tech guy. <laughs> you know, maybe we'll have a table and have a lazy boy, and that'll be okay. I've been a co-host for at least two years. <laughs> Still can't make it to the big boy table. <laughs> Wait till we have a studio, then we'll really be in good shape. Sweet. So don't forget, we will have our show on Friday. We will announce that time uh, probably by next Monday when we'll have Jay Hosick. Awesome. Here in studio, Jay will be visiting. He won't be at uh, Nationals, unfortunately, or Nationals. He won't be at Final Four, but, but because he will he be here be on like Monday. lounging in Mexico, right? It's not like he's yes. suffering at that time. Uh, no, he will, he will have a drink in hand, perhaps two, I imagine. Good for him. Our show today. Maybe you want to drink during our show today. I don't know. Maybe you should. We will have our TNL mascot challenge. Challenge. We will go through at the field of 16. We will take mascot style, and as though the mascots had to suit up and play volleyball, 
So it's going to be interesting. In years past, it's just been more of a Mortal Kombat style, maybe uh, Bash Brothers of Mario attack format, where you would basically have a mascot going head-to-head in a, a fight, scratching, clawing, tornado-y yeah. fight, whatever yeah. it may be. Six of them on each side. Now we have six on each side. They have to actually hit the ball. We're going to figure out who would win. We're not going to go through scores of uh, matches in five sets, but we will <laughs> determine who we think would win in a mascot challenge. Brandon and Vinny, they'll join us for College Volleyball Weekly. That coming up at 11 a.m. We'll get their take on it. Uh, we'll also talk to Brandon about his first-round loss to Ohio State and whether he'll get his uh, his bonus or not. We'll see. Uh, review of rounds one and two. We'll go through the, the bracket here. Some some cool surprises, some cool firsts, and really all-around interesting stuff happening with the women's field of 64. Also, well, we'll look forward to men's season. We are a month from men's season. Wow. Hard to believe. It'll be here. That'll be the uh, Elephant Bar Tournament, I believe, the traditional kickoff out here on the West Coast. And that's coming up soon. Off the block, our guy Vinny Lopes, they have their preseason All-American teams announced. 27 media members, coaches, and others voting. Are we debuting that today on the show? We are. That's what I'm saying. We're going to announce that. Sweet. So that'll be your official first look at who the players are to watch. Your first notification as to who the players are to watch in collegiate volleyball this year. Uh, I see a couple of Peeper DNA stars on here on the first team. I'm excited about that. Um, real quick, before I forget, yesterday, Ed Chan. Yes. Birthday. Famous photographer. Yes. Phot- somewhat of a photog. Photog, if you will. Uh, yesterday was his birthday. I just want to give him a birthday shout-out while I was thinking about it. Happy birthday, Ed. Yeah. Good friend. Uh, he'll be in uh, OKC for sure. Yes, he will. He will be there. So maybe we'll, uh, we'll do a little birthday celebration, celebration. with him. Uh, Jeremy, I, I gave you a few weeks ago a Batman pillow. Yes, you did. Where is said Batman pillow now? On the chair in my office. Okay. Proudly displayed. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yep. Um, I I wanted to give you a Christmas present. Well, actually, I didn't want to. I just had... You had, had to had give me one because you saw item, something. I had an item speak to me. Yeah. I, I saw it. I was I was on a trip in Seattle. I was hanging out, and I had an item... Look at me and say, Jeremy needs this. Yeah, I totally understand. Jeremy must have this. Okay. I was going to save it till Christmas, but I want you to have it because I'm <clears> – <throat> whoa, what the hell? Are you okay? Because I'm, I'm a little impatient to give it to you. Yeah. Because I'm – I want you to be able to use it. Okay. So, without further ado – this is great radio. Oh, the wrapping job of the Trader Joe's <laughs> It was going to be a good wrapping job, but you can blame youth sports for the, the lack of wrapping <laughs> on your present. Oh, Yes. First first of all, Kevin. Okay, so Kevin has now bought me a Batman pillow. Uh-huh. And now Batman socks. It shows what I know about Jeremy. He likes Batman. Now, these Batman socks, they're gray, black trim, with they're, the Batman logo on it. They're tall. They're tall, so I will, you know, well, you can wear them with shorts. Oh, they are. Like, they're like knee highs. Yeah, they're knee highs. I'm just going to go on a limb and say these are for girls. It but doesn't still, matter. But I'm still going to wear them. Um... And I have shorts on today, so I'll be able to put them on and take a photo for our Instagram and Facebook page. But the best thing about said socks that I am now holding in my hand yes. is there is a cape <laughs> on each sock, Kevin. <laughs> oh, this is fabulous. Yes, there is. There is a superhero-style cape coming off the top of each sock. So you These will... unbelievable. Oh, I am... Those oh. spoke to me. Those said Jeremy could wear these to a show. If these were $300, I hope you still would have paid for them because this, <laughs> this is a necessity. I didn't look at the price. I just grabbed just them off like, the shelf. I want these. The Sneakery in Seattle, my favorite sock store in the world, 
posted some pictures on uh, on my own Twitter and Facebook that uh, I really I really love that store. <laughs> the cape is unbelievable. <laughs> I'm actually gonna put them on now. Um, the best thing about this is that my mom came to town for Thanksgiving, and she brought some of the stocking stuffers that she was giving Nicole and I for Christmas because mm-hmm. um, we won't be together for Christmas. And one of the stocking stuffers is a was a Batman watch. Nice. Now the best part of the Batman watch is on. The side of it that would be facing over my hand yes. has a little projector on it, and you hit a button and it shines. No, the, it doesn't. It shines the bat signal up on the wall. Oh next my to god! You. Like so, we're like we're all sitting around watching TV, and I I had it on, and like people forget, and like you know where it's movie theater settings so where like all the lights are off. I just randomly turn it on and shine shine it on the wall until somebody noticed it. And then and then when someone looked at it, were you like? I I gotta go. Yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> so the best part, also, I now have a Batman pillow with a Batman watch, these Batman socks, and I have a Batman robe too. Yo, you do. My mom finds herself highly entertaining, so she bought me a robe. <laughs> I'm not a robe person, but now at some point Nicole's gonna come home. I'm gonna have the Batman watch on, <laughs> the Batman socks, and the robe, and just sitting on the couch like it's normal, just to see how long it takes her to react to me. Hey, how was your day? Just watching, you know, watching Modern Family. I think I think I need to get you a a small statuette of Batman for the corner. To just one that you lift up and has a little red button underneath it. <laughs> yeah. As though the bookcase next to it from IKEA would slide open. Correct. <laughs> I do have. Ooh, those are going to be pretty tall. These are legit. That you know what? That's going to fit okay. That's a that's a legit fit, Kevin. I was worried about them being too tall. The cape is great. <laughs> the best part is. Because of my ankle surgery, I have a uh, normal-sized calf and baby-ish calf. My <laughs> left calf is starting to come back. Baby calf. But, like, it was non-existent when I took it out of the boot 10 days later. And, like, right. I was covering it up all the time. So these socks would be good to still cover it up. Um, but it's coming back. My calf is coming back. But uh, this is, I mean, <laughs> the cape is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how that can happen. Those that have experienced sports industries out, or injuries out in the volleyball world, you know, if you put something in a sling, in a cast, in a boot, in something for just a little while, it is gone in a hurry. Ten days, I was on crutches and in a walking boot, so I was able to walk within a few days yeah. after the surgery. And when I went to the doctor and took the, you know, the bandages off my ankle and stuff like that, like my I hadn't really seen everything. Um, and I got home that day, and Nicole's like. Oh, look at your baby calf. And I was like, what? And I looked in the mirror. I was like, it is. it was a major difference. I was like, how does that just disappear? Like it went from, not like I had huge calves to begin with, but there was some structure because you're out in the sand and stuff all the time. And there was no definition at all whatsoever. No, it, it gets very spongy. Good thing I had nice nice thighs. Very soft. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it the, the body is amazingly efficient and frustrating because it's it's the efficiency right there that it's doing. It goes, "All right, well, we don't need this part anymore, obviously." So we're good. Hasn't been used in a couple days, so we're going to take it and get rid of it. Yeah, I don't need you anymore. If you're not going to use me, I'm just going to get rid of you. Right. Yeah. But it's that fast. It's yep. amazing. Yep. So, all right, we'll we'll post a picture of you in your socks, sweet, during the show here. Uh yeah, your wrapping job actually for said socks went into into the vortex of my youth sports schedule for parents this weekend. Oh, yeah, you had no time. In addition to work, right? Like your, I had, real, your real job. And I had football Friday and Saturday this week, so it was... <laughs> <laughs> That's almost better than I had hoped. Ugh. How proud were you when you like came home and showed your wife, look what I got, Jeremy? Oh, I, I sent her a picture. 
prior to coming home. I sent her a picture of those, and I and I just sent her the picture. Yeah. I was already buying them. She said, "Oh, you have to get those for Jeremy." <laughs> so, so both of us. Uh, you've got me two gifts, and I've gotten you nothing so far. It's all right. You've we'll been showing up for the show for like eight years. We'll see what happens in Oklahoma. State. You were here two years before the show even started, just in my loft every amazing. Monday. Yeah. It was very weird. Just hanging out. I thought it was odd until the show started. Then I thought, well, that's uh, foreshadowing. We have to have an excuse. Let's start a show. <laughs> so Jeremy's not here all weird. But yeah, youth sports and those that have had club uh, club volleyball kids. We'll definitely, we'll definitely identify with this because I'm only on the very cusp of the beginning of kind of that schedule of having to get your kid there for tournaments for longer days for parts of, of different sports and so on. And uh, I had work on Friday, got home about 1 a.m., got to bed finally at about 2, and then had to get up the next morning, and my younger son, my wife actually took my younger son, which was nice, because my older son had to go one direction. My younger son had to go to this basketball scrimmage for the next three and a half hours. Wow. Well, it's it's like a referee training preseason oh, thing okay. where they play 15, they're yeah. off 15, they play yeah. 15. It's okay. it's really cool. He had a great time. But I wanted to see some of that, so I'm running errands around and trying to get ready for my for my football on Saturday night as well, in which I need a couple of hours. Plus, I had the plumbers here in the morning putting in my new heaters on the, the patio in the back. Your industrial heaters going in an 18 by 18 spot? Yeah, we have a 400,000 BTU capability back there now. Electrician currently on site. So if you do hear some <laughs> hammering in the background, you'll know why. What are the gigawatt calculations back there? <laughs> I don't know how many gig, 1.21 gigawatts. Yeah, gigawatts. I'm, I'm yeah. not sure how many uh, how many gigawatts we can have. But, yeah, 400,000 BTU capability back there now. So I had that going on. And, man, it, it's just rough. Then I went to work, worked again until 1, went to bed at 2, got up at 7 to go work out, hustled home, and then I had to drive my older son over for the exact same tournament, just for the older ages, on Sunday. I was there for two and a half hours, three hours, drove him back, took a quick shower, got my game plan together, and then went and ran pre-practice and then a game for my younger son in flag football playoffs because nice. now flag football is overlapping with basketball. Wow. So I had to go do that. So back and forth I went, and I, I, I'm getting a little window into what c- poor club parents, including my mother years ago with my younger brother, have been going through for years. Yeah. Man. The schedules, I think about all the stuff I did as a youth. It's like, how did any of my family have time to come to that stuff? I was doing stuff yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. How could they have their own life? It's getting to the point where a lot of people aren't there. You know, the parents are always there for the younger ages, and now a lot of them just drop them off. I, I may be on that plan sometimes, but I do enjoy watching watching them play. Yeah, of course. It's uh, it's fun for me to watch what's going on. Uh, also, in doing all this commuting between all these events, on the weekend, late night, I did get profiled again by the cops. That was fun. It's the second time in my Blue Flame jet car that I've, oh, been, really? I've had the cops zip in behind me. Interesting. Yeah, this time the guy got in behind me on Hawthorne Boulevard at about 1 a.m. and started... I knew when a car arrived that quickly behind me, because, by the way, nobody passes me. They zipped in behind me. I was like, oh, that's oh, odd. Hello, officer. Look back and I could see the outline. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So I cut it back to the speed limit. Yeah. I was only five over. Which is not that. Yeah. But I'm not afraid to come off the line and get to the speed limit <laughs> very quickly. Yeah. And so I cut it back, and he follows me for about two blocks. Then as he goes by me, now they have these, the spotlights are, like, automated. So as he's going by me, it shines in my car, and then it zips itself down and folds itself down as he goes by me. Very strange. Uh, But anyway, in all this commuting that I've been doing, 
I would like some tickets to be issued. I would to all like the dumb people out there. Uh, you know, dumb is one thing. Going insanely slow is another. In the left lane. Trying to get home Saturday night on the freeway, 110 South, Mm. 1230 at night. Traffic. Left three lanes. There's four lanes of traffic plus the toll lane. Can't get in the toll lane yet. Left all four lanes, the left three, have people going 55 miles an hour in a 65. Mm, I think downtown. Running basically a roadblock. Yeah. Three, three across right next to each other. You can't get around them. Yeah, yeah, before you get to downtown, because I'm now headed south from downtown. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So 55 miles an hour in a 65. I would like to be going about 72. And you're in the left lane. Yep. You should be ticketed. You can't be 10 miles below the speed limit in the left lane. Correct. That's actually, I believe, a violation of the motor code. But you'll never, ever, ever never heard of anybody see somebody get pulled over for doing that. Correct. They should. Agreed. If they're not in a hurry, that's okay with me. Yeah. No problem. You're not in a hurry? Move over to the right. Go to the right. Like Europe. Best organized driving in the world, Europe. I I don't know if people... I don't know if it's because people come from all over the world to Southern California. Because it's not a law that you have to move over to the right. But you'll see signs that say slower traffic move over. No, you're supposed to stay to the right. No, but it's not a law. Like, so they're not teaching it at the DMV out here. Have you driven in Europe? I have not. Never been to Europe. If you've driven in Europe, those that have will understand that in Europe, people stay to the right. They actually do stay to the right. Good. It's just it is it, the most organized driving I've ever been a part of. Yeah. And I appreciate that about Europe. Yeah. There are other things I don't like. That I really do. Did I tell you about my travels this weekend, Kevin? Oh, didn't you? Uh, went to. You had a little bit of a problem. I went to. I've been doing the music for the Pac-12 football championship. This is my fourth year. So you're in Seattle. No, we were in uh, Santa Clarita at Levi Stadium. Oh, that's right. It was Levi. Really Stadium. nice. It was yeah. the first year of a neutral site for football. Basketball has been doing a neutral site in Vegas the last couple of years. This is the first time football has done a neutral site. They've always gone to the higher-seeded team, mm-hmm. now a neutral site. Um, had a Clippers game Wednesday night. Was scheduled for a 6.20 a.m. flight Thursday morning. Okay. 6.20 a.m. Uh, I've done that one. Yep. That's tough. Hour flight up north, no big deal. I set three alarms, okay? Sounds like a Seinfeld. I set the Fitbit that's on my wrist that vibrates. It always wakes me up. Uh Uh-huh. And then I set two backup alarms on my phone, okay, for like 4.15 a.m. Okay. Flight leaves at 6.20. Jeremy wakes up at 6.27. He slept through all of them? All three. Didn't hear one. (laughs) Wow. I woke up. Now, granted, I probably went to bed around 2 just because I got home later from the Clippers and had to do a couple things. And and you're a DJ. And just winding down in general. Wake up, the curtains are closed, but I'm like, that's really bright outside for what should be four in the morning. Oh, Look at my phone, 627. How high does your heart rate go from resting? Oh, I went. I was <laughs> wide awake immediately. <laughs> so I get on the phone, call Southwest. Nicole now wakes up, are you okay? No, I missed my flight. Okay, let me know what you need me to do. Because I was just going to drive my car and park because I was at Southwest and be back the next, in a day and a half anyways. Yeah. So... So she didn't have to take me to the airport at Odark 30. You're right, right. Call Southwest. Miss my flight. They're like, okay, there's a 740 flight, and the next one's at 10. But you need to be here by 820 because whoever booked my flight had the want to get away fare 
and I would have to check in within two hours of my original flight leaving to keep that fare without there, me being charged, oh, which I'm gotcha. like, okay, no problem. So I get up, get my stuff together, out the door at 6.47. Okay. Woke up at 6.27, out the door 6.47. <laughs> okay. And it takes, it's a good 20 minutes from my house to the airport with, you know, a decent amount of traffic, lights, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I'm rushing, but not, I'm already reserved for the fact that I'm getting on the 10 o'clock flight. Yes. I mean, there's no way I'm making the 740 flight. Right. Don't know what time I got to the airport, but was at Southwest counter, not through security yet, because I didn't, I had to get a new boarding pass at 730. Still thinking I'm getting on the 10 o'clock flight. Okay. Lady goes, do you have any bags to check? I go, no. She's like, well, let me give you a pass for the 740 flight. You might be able to make it. How nice. Still in my head, not a chance. Right. TSA is going to yeah, crush fair. you. Now I have TSA pre-check, which is fantastic. Right. Go upstairs, get the TSA pre-check, one person in front of me. I kind of slowly usher them along. I have to push their stuff through the thing because people just put their stuff on the counter and not on the belt. And then they walk through. I'm like, I'll get it for you. No worries. I love when they stick the non-TSA pre-check people in the pre-check line. And they don't have a flipping clue. clue. No clue. No, they've got their shoes off. They've got bags and crap everywhere. Like, no, no, no. No, no. Put the bag down. Yeah. And move along. Just step away. We're in a hurry here. Yeah. Get through TSA pre-check. Walk to my gate, which was gate number seven, so not too far away. Okay. I hear last boarding call for this flight. I walk to that counter. It's like, here's my standby. He's like, oh, yeah, here's your boarding pass. Walk on the plane. Nice. Last person on the plane. Get an aisle seat on what? Southwest. No, you are for, you for sure you were in the middle. 100% had, had an aisle seat. Wow. We're sitting next to the SC mascots. Okay. Um, and you know how sometimes the aisle seat, like the underneath in front of you is a little bit smaller than the other ones because the whatever they have Correct. underneath. Correct. So said SC student next to me thinks that he gets all that room over to where all the room he has underneath his seat he thinks is all his, which it can be his, but doesn't mean your leg can come all the way over to me. So I just looked at him and I was like, look, here's what's going to happen. From that armrest to my armrest is me. I'll give you my armrest. You can have it because you're in the middle. I go, but my leg needs to be able to go here. This is how our flight's going to go. What do you say? It was probably one of his first times flying. He's like, oh, okay, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was nice about it. I wasn't mean. I was just letting him know that you don't get all of this room. Jeremy's been late. It's the first time he's ever been late on the flight. He's upset. <laughs> so I get to my location. I'm you know, a little over an hour late. Um, rehearsals got pushed back anyway, so it was fine. But my favorite part is that I get there. And, you know, I'm telling people, like, you know, sorry, blah, blah. I've worked with all these people before. They weren't upset at all. No one's blaming me. They're like, oh, you're a DJ. Why would anybody book you on that early flight? Like, they're blaming <laughs> the people that put me on that flight. When, meanwhile, it was all of my fault for being late. Right. But no one was like, oh, you, who? why would they put you on that early flight? It was okay, fantastic. <laughs> First time ever missing a flight that was because of my own doing. Yeah. I've woken up later than I've wanted to before for flights but never past the time of my flight leaving. I have not I have not had that experience yet, but I have dreamt of it while sleeping before said flight. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've I've had some terrible nights of sleep based on that. And since then, I have not slept well because I've had to get up early for a bunch of stuff yeah. since then. Yeah. I have not slept well at all whatsoever because I am now in a full panic that nothing's oh, gonna work. Oh man. No. It is like when you wake up and you are late for a flight. You go from zero to 100 in the blink of an eye. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Nicole was great. She got up with me. She took me to the airport. So it was just, I didn't have to park and walk over. Like, she's like, just get out. We'll figure it out when you get home. Perfect. It's fantastic. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo, Nicole. Levi Stadium, by the way. Legit. I was supposed to go for Supercross and now not. Drink. Where the 49ers play. It's it, yeah. it's, it's a huge stadium. And because it's new, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, you they're still working out some kinks. Nothing that anybody else in yeah. the stadium would know. That, yeah. You know, just anytime something's new like that. Um they're recycling 85% of the water that they use. Um, it's solar. Cool. It's all, I mean, the food there is legit, too, at the stadium. San Francisco, just unbelievable food town. Yeah, and it's it's a fantastic stadium. The staff is great. Um, Actually, I think I am going to go because I'll be between Stanford broadcasts. I think I have a Stanford broadcast on a Friday and on a Saturday. Yeah. But I, I have a hard card for the race, and I still have passes to the race. There you go. And so I think I'm going to go over for practice during the day. Just to see it. Over to Levi's to hang out, to see the stadium, to hang out with my guys there. Just to see it. Yeah, that's oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I can't wait to, to see. I like new stadiums. They're fun. Yeah. They're fun. Uh, okay, it's getting near Christmas. and uh, I already got my Christmas gift. Thanks, Kevin. I was just thinking about films. Christmas uh, films. Because they start showing them already. Did you see Interstellar? I did. Do so I need to see it in the theater? I want to see visually. I want to see it in the theater. I think it should. It's it, it, it's 2001, a little bit. It, yeah. It's somewhat esoteric. Okay. It's long. Yeah. I liked it. I want to see it again. Okay. Visually, so. I need to see it in the theater. IMAX. I think it's cool. It's got some very cool visuals. I'm not sure why I'm gonna have time to, but that's my. I yeah, you to. should go. Okay. Sorry. Continue. You go. Continue your movies. But I was thinking about films and kind of classic holiday films because they already they start showing them very early now. Miracle on 34th Street. It's a Wonderful Life, classic black and white, which I just pulled the DVDs out to to watch here for Christmas. So there's some other ones that I really like. Nightmare Before Christmas. Been watching that with the kids a little bit. You ever seen that? Jack Skellington. I don't think so. Stop film animation. No? I don't believe so. Middle 90s. Nightmare Before Christmas? Never? Come on. No, I'm sure I did. You have to. Yeah, yeah. And Pumpkins, then, like he has yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I saw it, sorry. It's a uh, Halloween town yeah, takes over yeah, Christmas yeah. town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also a little little known Christmas film for many people. Not thought of maybe as a Christmas film, but all it centers completely around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Family Man. With Nicolas Cage. With Nicolas Cage. Oh, yeah. Very good film. It's a good film. Not a fan of him. Uh, I'm Nick's, he's crazy. Legitimately. Yeah, he's a nut yeah. job. But that actually was, that was the one, it's the take on... The Christmas stories where they're, you know, you go back in, you see what your life would be like, right? Isn't that kind of what it was? You see what your life would be like if you made one different decision. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Now, someone on the chat board maybe can tell me, what is the Volleyball Connection film Family Man? There is a legitimate, straightaway Volleyball Connection between Family Man, the film, and the volleyball world. All real life stuff. Chat board, figure it out. Hmm. You don't know, do you? Too. Hmm. There's only a few volleyball. Uh, there's. I could take a guess. Okay, take a guess. I can't think of his name right now, but his wife, who is an actress, that I would assume would be in the movie, who's oh. also a name I can't think of. At oh, the moment so either. you're close. Yeah, I'm right. If I could just think of names. <laughs> I'm right. If only I had yeah. all the answer. <laughs> yeah. So who is it? She's blonde. She was in the second Transporter or the third Transporter movie. Okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. 
She was also in Hitch. That's correct. Yes, I have no idea what her Looking name is. Looking very good in Hitch. No idea what her name is. No idea. Legitimate supermodel. I can't even remember her name. Actual, I can't even her husband's name. Actual supermodel. Someone on the chat board's got to figure it out. Okay. We're going to let that dangle out there for a minute. Uh, but I, I did hear... Oh, there's KCVB. You know who that is, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Kelly. Kelly Chuckles. Chuckles. Yep, here's BJ Evans. Okay, Amber Valletta. Is that her real... That's her name? Amber yeah, Valletta's her real name. no idea what her real name is. Who's she married to, Jeremy? <sighs> I can't think of his name. All Setter? Of, yeah. He pretty nay. No, he's one of your peeps. I National literally champion. can't think of his name. I remember, championship. I remember him the on the, I remember him on the beach a little bit. Still can't think of his name. Can see him visually. Not Dax Holdren, BJ no. Evans. Come on, BJ. Pepperdine setter. Nah, no clue. Set Tom Sorensen, Dane Blanton. No, nope, no clue. I only care about the beach. Real estate salesman, Lee Grant. Yep. I'm just happy for you. Alon Grinberg. I feel like you feel like you're kind of connected to her, too, since you went to Pepperdine. No, I've hung out with her. No, I know, but I mean, like, you feel like, yeah, I'm proud. It's, I should get credit for this. No, I just think it's a fun one here. Am I the only one who hears some knocking? Correct. No. Well, yeah. that was this. No. <laughs> Chip McCaw. Chip McCall is yes, correct. Good job, BJ. Thank you. Christian Chip McCall. Yes. That is correct. BJ's got some strange capitalization going on. She's, she's holding ty- down the shift key. She's probably typing fast. <laughs> Chip McCall married to Amber Valletta. Mm-hmm. Amber Valletta originally from Tulsa, Oklahoma, as is Chip McCall. So there's your there's your legitimate volleyball Chip, connection was, to the film family. What was his real first name? Christian. Is Christian. That yeah. And Amber Valletta plays the girlfriend. That is hanging out with Nicolas Cage, the rich Nicolas Cage, in, not the family man Nicolas Cage in Family Man. So in his... I remember that was a good movie. Yeah, yeah. in his non... or Pardon me, in his regular life, actually, because it's his regular life that, that he starts out in, where he's, he's wealthy, he runs a company, he yeah. doesn't care about Christmas and yeah. so on, right? So in that, that's his, that's his girl, gotcha. Amber Valletta. There you go. You ready for Kelly Chuckles? Uh, let's, let's give Kelly oh, Chuckles shit. a second. Tell her to, to wait just a moment because uh, I wanted to hear about the AVP banquet. Yeah, oh, okay. A lot of people did not have a chance to attend the AVP banquet. I did. You did. Yes. And I heard mm-hmm. that uh, AVOL kind of went AWOL. Our was, old friend Dustin AVOL. It was awesome. So what is he doing? Is he emceeing So Dustin's event? hosting. He is Chip McCaw. Not Chip McCaw. He is Gita McGee, isn't he? Correct. He is Chris McGee. Just people don't know him as well yet. Okay. But also, like I could remind him and other people, no one knew Geeter at first either. Okay. So uh, the award banquet was um, down in Orange County on a Tuesday okay. on the – I saw lots of pictures on Twitter. It's before Thanksgiving, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, we uh, – cocktail hour, dinner, and then during the dinner, we did the awards and then afterwards a little bit of dancing. Um, and during dinner, like we would do two awards at a time and then give people a break. So it wasn't oh, just, nice. yeah. Um, so a little bit of a different format, but great. So we get there, Dustin introduces Donald, Donald says something. Um, and then Dustin and I had talked about how, like, should I introduce him? And then he came up with the idea of him introducing himself, <laughs> which was awesome. Allow myself to introduce myself. Yeah. So he introed himself on his iPhone, sent me the audio, I did what I needed to do, and then when we were about to start the awards, I hit play. And the best part about it was like, Dustin's like, oh, should I go outside? 
and then I can hear it, and then I'll come in. But he actually didn't go outside, which worked out better. So he's still in there. Everybody can see him. So his voice is coming through the speakers, and people are looking at him, but the mic's not to his mouth. And then they're looking at me like, how is Jeremy introducing Dustin in Dustin's voice? And then like halfway through, it was about a minute introduction, which was good. Halfway through, like I'm watching everybody, you can tell they now realize that he has pre-recorded his own introduction. He did like a pump-up intro for himself. It was it was that fantastic. Is... I gave him some audio underneath. It was great. Um, and then this, I told Dustin that prior to us even doing that, I already heard his intro. I was like, whatever happens at the award, AVP Awards banquet, your self-introduction, if that's the best thing that happens all night long. It's already been a success. It's okay. Yeah, it's like we're we're all we're all winning. Um, Jake Gibbs' speeches were also priceless. Cause he, speeches, speeches, because he won um, MVP and him and Casey won Team of the Year as well. So will Jake Gibb be getting a new partner, and who is it? Yeah, exactly. He is. He will be getting dumped. Um, Jake, I believe we did Team first, so he came up and he starts thanking. Uh, his coaches and stuff like that and other people. And then somebody kind of gets him from the audience as like, uh, what about your wives? And so he's like, Oh, I should have started with them. So I restart the music that I played when they walked up, when it was announced, uh-huh. so it basically all started over again. And then he redid his speech. And then the second time he came up for his MVP award, I didn't necessarily need to restart his music, but I did just cause I thought it would be funny. And he went rolled with it and started his speech over again too. It was pretty funny. Yeah. So Jake, uh, Back his third MVP and back to back, he won last year as well too. And this may be the first time that he doesn't change partners. Well, he didn't change last year either. Oh, really? I thought, yeah. I thought him, and Casey were, him and Casey were. Well, it was before it was he won the MVP and then Stein dumped him for Lambo. Okay. And then him and Rosie were the number one team on the FIVB. Oh, that's what it was. And then he got and dumped he got for dumped. Phil. <laughs> yeah. The other part of his speech too is he he said. Uh, He's like, now that he's back-to-back MVP, he asked everybody, will you guys stop serving me? He's like, you serve me every single ball. But I'm the MVP, so obviously I'm doing something right, so stop serving me every single ball. He's like, at least serve my guy half the time. You idiot. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you serve me every single time. <laughs> That's because you're old, Jake. Uh, so That's because you're old. So funny. So it was, it was – I've been to other AVP award banquets. This one felt – not that the other ones – there's nothing wrong with them, but this one felt – like the AVP, if that makes sense. Like it okay. wasn't trying to be something that we weren't. We weren't trying to be the ESPYs. That's because that's not what the vibe felt like. That's not what the tour is right now. It, it it was perfect for what the AVP is right now. Okay. It was great. It was a fun night. Um, Did Donald get up and speak? Donald spoke, yeah. He hates speaking in front of people. Did he, hates it, it. Was there any indication or any any opportunity to kind of read into anything that he said? About future plans? No. I, I mean, I, I there's going to be a tour next year. Okay. If that's what you're getting at. I think you'll be happy with what's going to happen next year. Okay. Um, you can't give away any of that? Some of that was said there, but not for public consumption? There was, no, there wasn't even really anything said at the award banquet that is that was like, ooh, this is, you know shouldn't, you know, keep this to yourselves with all 150 people of you here. Um, you know, I mean, he look be Don, like Misty and Carrie getting back together yeah. when everyone in the volleyball world knows, but somehow we get in trouble for saying yeah, it. Exactly. Um, no, there was no, you know, there was 
you know, talk about just next year being this could be another great year and they're building on it, but there was no like here's the schedule, here's what we're doing. There's no, nothing like that yet. Because we still have to wait on the FIVB schedule, which I do believe they just they posted, but we all know that'll change at some point. Okay. But I've seen people uh, post about it and comment about it, so I think that schedule is out. Um, so hopefully, uh, I know they AVP wants to get their schedule out sooner than later. Um, hmm. But there's all kinds of uh, you know all the stuff that goes on behind you know. There's a lot of moving parts. Of course. All right. A lot of moving parts on this show. Preliminary today. schedule out, according to F, according to uh, BJ Evans for, okay. the F, for the FIVB. Okay. Yeah. Thank well, you. they're going to have a couple of events get canceled and lose sponsorship and bring in some money from the indoor side and make it all happen. <laughs> well, hopefully not, but that's kind of the way it's gone the last mm-hmm. few years. It's exactly what's happened. That's not indoor bias, folks. That's just the the cold hard truth for you right there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that doesn't happen this next year. We will see. We have a lot planned for you yet. College Volleyball Week coming up. We'll have Kelly Chuckles right on the other side of the break here. We'll have Kelly check in, and we'll talk a little NCAA Volleyball Tournament. Kelly and I picked it through last week, and I looked at my bracket, and it doesn't look so good. I actually have a lot of teams alive, but I missed quite a few of the first matchups. So, in other words, I picked a lot of teams that made the 16, but I did not pick some correct. Gotcha. I didn't pick correct halves at the beginning. So gotcha. we'll have to see how that uh, that shakes out. But we'll discuss some first-round stuff uh, with both Kelly Chuckles as well as Brandon and Vinny coming up on College Volleyball Weekly. And uh, we'll have preseason All-Americans and everything right on the other side here on the Net Live. Getting close to the end of year six. Creeping towards Oklahoma City, baby. Okay, see. <laughs> That's going to be a fun show. I'm excited to go there. We'll be right back on the Net Live. Only the top four teams make it to the championship round. But who will celebrate the ultimate victory at the NCAA Women's Volleyball Championship? Be there close to take in all the exciting action. Right back at and the best way to see it is to experience it live. Could be a big at the 2014 NCAA Women's Volleyball Championship, December 18th and 20th at Chesapeake Energy Arena in Oklahoma City. Affordable tickets available. Go online at NCAA.com slash volleyball and reserve your seats today.
Uptown Funk You Up. Funky with it. Yep. All right, Jeremy. The name of the song is actually called Uptown Funk, Kevin. Well, we didn't play it last week, that's for sure. Welcome back to Net Live, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to 6-8 Clothing Company. Hope you're getting out and getting some flannels from 6-8. I've been sporting one of their flannels around town, looking good, looking like I have clothing that actually fits me. That's what you want. If you're 6-3 or above, you know someone who's 6-3 and above, you're looking for a good present, a reasonably priced attractive set of clothes. Go to 68clothingcompany.com for all of your tall friends so that they don't look like they're flying squirrels or they're wearing a moo-moo. No moo-moos, Jeremy. Okay. 68clothingcompany.com and TNL10, if you put that in as a coupon code, that'll get you 10% off. Anytime. Sweet. So check it out. I actually asked my cousin a couple weeks ago. I looked at him and said, uh, Dan, why are your sleeves up so high? It's about six foot five, six foot four. Because well, I like the shirt, but it doesn't fit. I, go, well, I have a solution for you, bud. I like the shirt, but it doesn't fit. That's the life of a tall person, Jeremy. Sucks. Yeah, it's rough. It's definitely very rough. Mm-hmm. All right, let's bring in uh, Kelly Chuckles. In. Oh. Now in. Good morning. Hey, what? Where are you Hello, today? Hello. Why are you here in studio? I am at home. I have a meeting with my uh, boss for Costa Rica in a little bit. So, my boss for Costa, for Costa Rica. You have that a, sounds rough. You have one boss for Costa Rica and one boss for the United States, or what? <laughs> well, I have one boss that runs the program I work with in Costa Rica, and he's uh, down from our home office in Seattle right now. So I'm going to go meet with him in a little bit. Well, you should have told his. You should have told him he had to wait. You know, you're <laughs> a big time radio show, and you had to wait. All right. Well, yeah, anyway, thanks for calling definitely in. Definitely big time. Thanks for calling in. Uh, give me give me some of your surprises, some of the things that you thought were interesting. First two rounds of NCAA Women's. Uh, well, how can you not love the University of Arkansas Little Rock knocking off 16 key to Kansas? That was first a first win ever in the tournament. Yeah, it was the first. Yeah, the first seeded team to go down, even though it happened on the second day people were playing. Um, and then, you know, fighting to a 3-2 really close. I think it was 19-17 in the fifth game. Um, Oregon right. State came out on top. Um, but that was a tight one. Yeah, that was one of the more interesting ones. I had to look up who the coach was over there at uh, UALR. This is, of course, after last week when I had to look up who the hell UALR was to begin with. <laughs> and uh, and they've, had a, they've had a coach there for like 20 years or 15 30 years. 30 years, yeah. She's been there a long time. Um, yeah, and they've always been okay. Yeah, but they haven't. They haven't ever won a tournament match, and they did, in fact, win over Kansas. Just amazing. Took out the number sixteen seed. Mm-hmm. So, so that was fairly incredible. Yeah, and Oregon State. How about Oregon State? O and O, O and whatever fourteen or whatever it is for the Pac-12 play last year. How many matches you play in Pac-12 play? No wins for Oregon State this yeah. year. 
Solid middle Sweet of the 16. pack. <laughs> now two rounds in. Sweet 16. And what do you get for that? You get the buzzsaw that is Stanford. <laughs> yes. Although i got to say, Stanford didn't exactly look like a buzzsaw in their first-round match with uh, Bakersfield. But I think that might have just been a little complacency on their part. Yeah, but if you're slightly asleep during the entire match, sometimes that'll happen. Right. That's like when we used to play Jay's Banana Slugs. And when I was on the USA team and we were playing Barbados, and Doug Beal said to me, he said, you're playing like that other team doesn't even belong on the floor. I, I pretty much agreed with him. Well, they don't. Hmm. <laughs> but, you know, I agree. I keep playing better. But, uh, but yeah, they're not very good. Uh, well, so honestly, Bakersfield, I, Bakersfield had six Brazilian kids. They were actually pretty good. Not your well, typical okay, team, but they... Well, that was the other thing with UALR when I looked it up. It's basically the Bosnia Herzegovina junior national team. Pretty much. It is. All their stars are these large Eastern European women, and by large, I mean tall in stature, not large in stature. (laughs) Uh, Way to clarify, Kev. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, it's all right over there in Eastern European. Uh, what else? Uh, what else jumps out at you here? Uh, Colorado State, I thought was uh, pretty interesting. Colorado State beating Colorado three-two. Yeah, and uh, that one was a tight one. I mean, Colorado went down two games to zero and then fought back to take it to five. Uh, and they just—I don't know what they were thinking, but they went away from uh, Taylor Simpson at the end of the game. She was leading the team in kills, and they didn't set her at all in the end of her in the last couple points, and they lost. I was a little surprised by that. That makes no sense to me. Not even uh, but where you know, else? BYU, happens. BYU has looked quite good. They go three-one over Arizona in the second round. And I honestly think they're going to take Florida State down too. Yeah, Jennifer Hampson, uh, a force to be reckoned with, and yeah, certainly for the Cougs. I haven't looked at the stats there, but I, we were, you and I were chatting last week. We were talking about the auxiliary players uh, being very important when it comes uh-huh. down. When it, that Arizona BYU matchup and uh, and BYU coming out on top. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think the matchup, but Hampson would have been a lot to handle. There were some big kids on the Arizona roster, but if you look at the difference in um, the level of experience of the, the people at BYU, you know, Arizona, they've been in the tournament, they haven't done particularly well, they haven't been seated in a while, um, and they're they're big physical athletes are young for them. Um, you know, freshmen or haven't played much. So I think that made the big difference. BYU looked far more experienced and much more comfortable on the court. Nebraska 3-2 over Utah. That's uh, That was a close one. I, I haven't looked Utah, at the... Utah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that team. You know, this freshman put that team on the back when, you know, the starting outside hitter went down and they played great. And 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 a, yeah, I think Nebraska not at home doesn't win that match. Okay. Very good. What else? Anything else we're missing before we get to College Football Weekly here in just a few minutes and let those guys have a, a crack at it? I think, you know, as much as people were talking, North Carolina over USC, I think, surprised a lot of people. A lot of the brackets I looked at had USC beating North Carolina. Um, and I thought, you know, it was nice to see them, and they played fantastically, and USC just crumbled. So it was interesting to see that match actually happen because everybody's been talking about, oh, the bottom of the – you know, the bottom of the Pac-12, they're still going to be in the top or better than anybody in the, you know, in the ACC. Well, now they're not. Yeah, I, there has been some interesting discussion of conference versus conference hate 
back and forth uh, in regards to that match in particular. But North Carolina, I think Brandon Rosenthal talked a lot about North Carolina, of course, seeded seventh. So lots of respect for that team, and they have shown worthy of it getting to the Sweet 16. They're going to face off with Oregon. And if i got to pick that one right now, I'm going to take North Carolina. I think I – actually, I think I took Oregon, but I can't remember. I looked at my bracket, and my bracket is not doing so well. <laughs> I, did, I did really well in the first round. My second round, I think, got a little dicey. That Texas, the that whole bracket on the bottom side, I didn't do so hot on. That bottom was a tough one to pick. That's a hard one to pick with Texas and now Colorado State. That's, that's going to be an interesting match. If there's, there's a couple matches I want to watch, but I would definitely want to see Texas-Colorado State. It's on ESPN3 on Friday. Friday. Yeah, that's the other thing I don't get. I want to look at that with the, with the women's basketball tournament. Get where the app, where is it televised? You have Apple TV? See, I have, Apple, I have Apple TV, so I can watch it yeah. right on there. Yes, three. three. Yep. Okay. Well, Unfortunately, I can do that. I'll be in New Orleans at a wedding, so I'm definitely going to miss all of this weekend. But Unfortunately, that's I'll be in New Orleans. That's all I heard. <laughs> I would like to be in New Orleans too. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. I just want to know with the women's basketball tournament. I guarantee more of it is on real television and not ESPN three and above. All of it's on real the television. Show. Just on yeah, off that, days, so they go every other day from the joke. tournament. That's a joke. That's a joke. Especially when there's, there's really no, no football going on right now, and it's only crappy preseason basketball games. Well, believe me, they interrupted and, and dissed Washington-Stanford for Utah playing nobody on the Pac-12 network. It wasn't on the national Pac-12 network, that matchup right at the end of the season with Utah and, or Washington and Stanford. It was only on like Pac-West. Well, we or, missed almost two full games of the Stanford-Michigan State game. You tried to watch the overtime penalty kicks of a UCLA soccer game. It's atrocious in my mind as a volleyball person. And the comparison between volleyball, women's volleyball and women's basketball at the collegiate level, it's basically the same sport if you're going to talk about revenue and attendance and other stuff like that. And the women's basketball is treated significantly better when it comes to television coverage in the broad scheme of things. Pac-12 does a but nice job. isn't that, their coverage, their coverage is linked to the men's basketball coverage. Yeah, but that shouldn't be. It should stand on its own. They should stop riding the coattails of some other sport. I don't Correct. like it. I don't like it one bit. <laughs> women's, women's collegiate volleyball should be on TV. The entire field of 64 should be televised. Well, and I don't know if anybody else saw the email coming from Jamie Gordon, um, who's one of our ABCA reps, about um, if you DVR, any of the games, so anything that is on, if you record it and watch it same day, it drives their Nielsen ratings. They can they can check that. So even if you watch really? it live and you don't have a Nielsen box, they can't check that. But if you DVR it and watch it either just on a 30-second delay or whatever the case may be, they can actually see that rating, and then okay. it will count towards the rating of volleyball. I can't DVR ESPN3. Correct. Uh, you yeah, that's true. So uh, it won't ESPNU, matter. ESPNU, I guess, it's... coming up until it's on the U, and then the national championship is only on ESPN2, by the way. It's not even on real ESPN. Well, I mean, ESPN2 huh. is real ESPN, but still, it's on the <laughs> Most people get, If they get ESPN, they get ESPN2, so it's probably safe. Yeah, right? that's, that's a fine point. I just, I just don't like that there's a 2 next to it. Come on, volleyball. Clean it up. Get, your, get a better television package, volleyball. Make well, it we happen. We don't really have the bargaining tips for that just yet. 
But they'll be able to, anything that was watched on, like they can log the page views for any match. So anything that was on ESPN3 or was on any of the Pac-12 or regional networks, they'll know the numbers. If it's online, they can track the numbers of people that were watching. And there's lots of live streaming. Pac-12 actually broadcast the Stanford match as well as the Washington match uh, first couple rounds. So there was stuff to watch. I I just wish it was a little cohesive in a way that you see with women's basketball where they get the benefit of a lot of pumpitude from ESPN. They really pump the crap Although out of it. it was rather annoying that part of, supposedly part of what they were, when they you know take the regional or they have sub-regional, they're supposed to have to provide the streaming for free. But, like, you couldn't mm-hmm. watch the Texas matches unless you had Longhorn Network or you had to pay. And it was the Pac-12, you can only watch whatever stream was the region you were in. Interesting. That became rather frustrating. Well, maybe fodder for convention. Yeah. All right. Katie, thanks for calling in. Good luck. Not in, a problem. Uh, you need me any more, you're good. You're headed. Are you here next Monday, Katie? Rica. Yes, I'll be there. Is it a Hoffman studio next Monday? Yeah, yes. we'll be outside under the, uh, regardless of what the temperature is, we will be fine because of Kevin's industrial heaters that he's putting in outside. Put that fireplace on, and we'll be freezing our butts off out there. No, we'll be fine. Trust me. No, no. We have heaters besides. Yeah. Wear a yeah. tank top and shorts. You'll be perfect. It's going to be <laughs> it's gonna be wonderful. We could have the swimsuit edition of GNL. That's what we could do. No, Speedos? thanks. Speedo. <laughs> GNL brought to you by the good people. No, thank you. <laughs> if it's Speedo, I'm going to have to wear a pink hat with a bill flip. I will wear my Speedo. And we will be taking copious amounts of pictures. It will be far more embarrassing <laughs> than the one I posted last week. Uh, no, we will not. <laughs> but I will wear my Speedo with my Batman socks I have on right now. Yes. Yes. I could... <laughs> Love it. Oh, boy. All right. Thanks, Katie. Talk to you. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Good Bye. luck and believe. Bye. Jeremy. Kevin. We have College Hall Weekly coming up here in a couple minutes, but I want to take this uh, this time to announce my return to volleyball. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Say that one more time. I want to announce my return to volleyball. I'm just going to soak it in. Yeah, there's 20 more seconds of applause, so just enjoy I'm it. Soak it in. Enjoy it. Own it. If uh, if someone could bring a seat filler, please, for my yeah. slot, I'm going to go up on stage right now. Did you get new knees? Uh, No. No. Are your knees currently better? Knees are feeling pretty good. What? I need to see your doctor. I've been then. contemplating a return. Looked at the schedule. Yeah. Uh, put out some feelers, a, a feeler. <laughs> I will put out some feelers by a feeler. Mean one person, one, <laughs> one, one email, feeler. one email. I will, uh, I will be returning to action, on court action at Adult Nationals 2015 in Detroit. Nice. As uh, libero for okay. Team Pineapple. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank How you. did you? Uh, they may have to procure another libero to deal with the problems of their current six six libero. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I will. I reached out oh. to volleyball. I will be on Team Pineapple playing back row, passing. So, so no jumping. I'm going to need someone to hit me a bunch of serves before I go. Okay, do we need to go May. do drills on the beach? I need to say pass. I have next set? Yes, yes. I will come down, and you can have. we can have Jake Gibb and Casey Patterson serve me all day Just long. Just absolutely unleash. Just light it up. at you? Yes. So right. I, will, I, will be appearing, I will be appearing at Nationals. That's the big news. I will not be jumping. I had to assure my wife. Because I, I, when I first retired, I would do this. I would say I'd show up and play libero. Like, hey, I'll play libero. Yeah. And then play four sets of outside hitter. 
and be just a wreck for the next like week with my knees. So well, that'll be fun. Hopefully, uh, you don't get back there and think you're all good and feeling great about yourself, and they go, "Oh, let, just let me hit one." New. No. <laughs> just no. let me hit one. <laughs> the first time you go to jump when you haven't jumped in, say. Four years, yeah, it's not a good thing. That's a great call. I'm not lifting off the ground like I used to. I am making my f- debut in the sand tomorrow for the first time since ankle surgery. Oh, that's kind of quick. Not I like sure, it. Uh, if there'll be any jumping, I'll let you know. Katie sent us a note saying uh, we have to mention the California. Is it community college? Must be CC community college. JC women's championship was last weekend. Irvine Valley College won. Congratulations. Nice. Irvine Valley. Pierce ladies, uh, they've been good in years past with Nabil. They did a good job, so they won. Yeah, exactly. If everyone was doing a great job, then everyone would win the championship every year. (laughs) That is... It doesn't even make sense on so many levels. Such an asinine comment. It doesn't make sense on so many levels. But it's fantastic. I'm trying to figure out how everyone could win the championship every year. You didn't win, so you must not have done a good job. I mean, that is unbelievable. It's so, it isn't even what I teach my kids either. That's, like we, that's why we lost that's, like football yesterday, and it's not at all what I said. You didn't just verbally <laughs> crush them afterwards? <laughs> we lost this game. You guys suck. Uh, has nothing to do with the coaching. I did want to yell at my son yesterday and tell him he sucked because he did suck. Hope he doesn't listen to the show. Oh, man, he was just, he was terrible. It's okay, it happens. And I come off, and I'm talking to my assistant coaches, and they're telling me, you know, try this, try that. I'm like, what do you think I just called? Then the quarterback did whatever he did. It was my son. And you're like, as the quarterback, my child. Oh, God. And I did tell my friend, I'm like, none of it's outside of age-appropriate behavior, but it makes it no less frustrating that I just want to – I was muttering some expletives, too, because I was frustrated. <laughs> Not next to the kids. I was off on my own. But yeah. Man, I was I was frustrated. But, uh, yeah. Jeremy, today's a good day because I'm officially – on vacation, as of actually yesterday, I'm officially on vacation for the holidays. More applause, thank you. Yeah, thank you me. deserve that because I am. I looked at my calendar the other day. I don't have like a. February will be the next moment that I have for myself. February. Really? Yep. Wow. Clippers games, UCLA games, other gigs, traveling. Yeah, that's like my November. No, my, my November amount of just, just letting everybody know. Seven days a week work for a month. Yeah, it happens. I'll so take it. I've got some built up vacation days that I'm gonna cash in over the next six weeks. Nice. It's been good. Uh we have our guys by any chance? No. Alright, well we'll keep working on that. We will keep working on that. I uh, I have to apologize to everybody for not being able to I was so busy. So Thursday I get up north to the Pac twelve championship. I'm like, okay, this will be my moment, I'll be able to log on to volleyball mags, bracket challenge, and, you know, do my stuff. So right. I get there, and it's saying, like, oh, contest is closed. I was like, what do I need to do? I'm like, I'm trying to log in, thinking it's my fault. Like, what am I What am I doing wrong? So I text Megan at Volleyball Magazine. He's like, what am I doing wrong? She's yeah. like, oh, the match has already started. And I was like, damn it. So I did not get in. I will give you my predictions after, you know, from where we are now. Okay. But I'm not, uh, I was not pleased with myself. Let's preview some of the mascots we still have in. Can't wait for the mascot challenge. We'll get to that as soon as we're done with College Volleyball Weekly. But Washington Huskies. Yep. Nebraska Cornhuskers. Interesting animal-human matchup. Yep. Uh, Cougars versus Seminoles. Again, animal versus human. Yep. Although, very refined animal. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina Tar Heels. 
Oregon Ducks. <laughs> it's like a battle in the pond. Yep. Uh, Colorado State Rams. Yep. And the Texas Longhorns. Yep. That's uh that's interesting. It's a legit matchup. Yeah, that's a lot of horns. Uh-huh. Uh Stanford. They are the Cardinal. So, we're going to have to have a discussion as to well, what is do they their, have one? But what's their like one big ass Cardinal playing short court style or what? I don't understand. Uh Oregon State, the Beavs. The Beavs. The Beaver might be able to play some volleyball. Illinois, the Illini, okay? It's an Indian. Another Indian. Against Florida, and that's a Gator. You can determine how that one's going to go already. The Nittany Lions. The refined Nittany Lions. Yeah, the refined, the, one of my favorites. The bowtie-clad Nittany Lions. Against the Bruins. It's a bear. It's a bear, but it's also a very fancy-looking wussbag bear. Yep. Uh, Ohio State, a Buckeye. We're going to have to figure out what a Buckeye really is. It's like a nut, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it's a, a legume, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> if you can spell that, I'm going to be really impressed. Legume? Yeah. L-E-G-U-E-M-E. I have no way of knowing. Chepboard will check it out. Yeah, no way of knowing if you were right or wrong. Against the turtleneck-wearing Badgers. Speaking of Badgers, it always makes me think of your uh, mascot photo last year. You've been dominating with your mascot photos Thank you. recently. All the way to Trader Joe's where I'm taking pictures with small little animals on the counter. Oh, yeah. At Trader Joe's. Yeah. You got the Chadwick Dolphin. That was a good one. That was really funny. That was a high school football game, right? Yes. A eight-man high school football game. Eight-man. Uh, do we have Vinny Lopes? Brandon Rosenthal <clears throat> bailing out. I can't... Sorry, Brandon. I can't spend another half hour. <laughs> no. Didn't Vinny text you, though? Because <clears throat> it keeps popping up on the computer. Yeah. No. Brandon. Oh, Brandon and Vinny. Oh, we still on at one. Well, we were supposed to be. We'll see. Let's uh, let's take a short break. We'll Ed sort Chan this out. Chance spelled it L E G U M E. You had more letters in there. I did. I had an extra E. That does. I, I don't know who's right or wrong. Legume. No way of confirming. It's Ed's birthday yesterday, though, so I'm just gonna say he's right. How about that? All right, Vinny's gonna call in right now. Let's put Vinny on. Never mind. We're not going to break. <laughs> it's our show. We do whatever we want. Just kidding, everybody. Yeah, I'd love to put him on. I just don't see him yet. Well, he said let me call in I now. Know. Stop panicking, Kevin. Call in, Vinny, right now. I know you need other people to talk college volleyball because I know nothing. What are some of the other mascots that are already out? I'm kind of glad Iowa isn't here. I don't want to deal with a Cyclone anymore. <clears throat> or a Hawkeye, sorry. And Iowa these State are like, Cyclones. so this is them playing each other, right, on each side of the court, not necessarily attacking each other. No, they're playing volleyball. Yeah, okay. And the, the other thing it. is we got to think about, it's not the animal, it's their mascot. So then so would Stanford instance, be the tree? Well, it's a good point. It's more of a palm tree now, by the way, as uh, the Pac-12 uh, football championship. So it's taller. There's what? really no limbs to... Okay, but we look up the logos, right? What Does, does Stanford ever have the tree? I don't know. Or the cardinal? I think we've got to take them at their name. They're not Stanford trees. <laughs> really, it's... Could you go to a school where the Stanford trees... It's a bunch of smart people doing stupid stuff with their mascots. <laughs> it's just like the band. The band acts like they're a sports team up there. I'm sorry. You're still the band. I know you live in your little insulated world where the band is a big deal. But outside of the farm, you're still not a big deal. 
where outside of the farm, all these other sports are a big deal. Sorry, band. Unless you're a symphony orchestra, you have no place. Gotcha. I almost went Dr. Evil there. Symphony orchestra? <laughs> Showed the kids Austin Powers. They loved it. Of course they did. All right, you have Vinny? Yep. Put Vinny on. Okay. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's up, Vinny Lopes? Boy, you're doing double duty right now with the All-American announcement that we still have upcoming here on the show, as well as trying to stay on top of the NCAA Women's Tournament. It's a busy time for you. Yeah, it's um, pretty insane. It's one of those times of the year where you're staying up till about 2 o'clock every single night doing work, whether it's men's or women's. But, yeah, I love it. It's a great time for volleyball right now. Right on. All right, we're already two rounds in here. Welcome to ABCA College Volleyball Weekly. Uh, you're already two rounds in. Give me your surprises from the first couple of rounds. Well, you know, and I'm key here on this a little bit earlier. You know, the uh, big surprise for me was um, the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. What they were able to do, knocking off number or knocking off the number sixteen seed Kansas, and then really pushing Oregon State. And you look at that match. You know, Little, Little Rock had seven match points, and they just couldn't capitalize in that in that loss to um, Oregon State, and they were able to get the victory. So that really stood out for me. And, you know, that's going to be one of those things where I'm sure they're going to be, you know, they're excited about that run, but to uh, not be able to connect on seven match points, that has to eat at you. But, you know, that was the big thing for me. Then kind of continuing on that end of the bracket as well, you know, obviously Stanford took care of business, looked very impressive, you know, even their victory against Michigan State. And, you know, give Michigan State credit for, you know, kind of being that token Big Ten team that had to travel across the country. They, I thought they put up a good fight against Michigan Michigan State. And I think that we have a really fun, intriguing matchup between Stanford and Oregon State. I think pulled that one out and then kind of stick in kind of that side of the bracket as well. The other thing that really surprised me was, in the other region, was Ohio State being able to beat Lipscomb and then being able to beat Kentucky and not only the waves that they did, but just how impressive they look in that defensively. They look great, you know, both um, at the net and then also their back row defense being able to pick up a lot of balls. And I thought that was really the key for them to get into the Sweet 16. And, you know, kind of looking at that matchup, though, that they have now coming up, playing Wisconsin, that's going to be a really tough Sweet 16 draw for them. They met twice earlier this season. Wisconsin swept them twice. I think that's going to be tough. So when we're talking about that region, I think that you're essentially looking at, once again, that Wisconsin-Penn State matchup. Assuming Penn State can get by UCLA, and for them to do that for Penn State, they're going to have to shut down. Carson once again, has 24 kills in the victory. So kind of on that side of the bracket, those were the big things to set out to me. Yeah, it's uh, always interesting when teams meet for the third time. We're going to be talking about Oregon State and Stanford kind of in that same vein with Wisconsin and Ohio State. It seems like that third meeting, no matter the sport, is incredibly challenging for the team that has swept the previous two. Yeah, well, and not only that, but, you know, meeting three times, but, you know, these are teams that meet twice every year. So they're very familiar with each other. And, you know, you know this from your days of playing, you know, it's, Sometimes, you know, you probably figure this a little better than me, but, you know, I would assume in some ways it's almost more challenging to kind of prepare just because you know everything that's coming at you. <laughs> I never really prepared, Vinny. I just went out and hit the ball. <laughs> I didn't really care who you put on the other side of the court. Just uh, set me so I can spike. That's all that matters. Uh, actually, Oregon State uh, taking one set off of Stanford the last time they met. That was back on Halloween in Corvallis. Yeah. So I'm not sure if anyone was in costume at the time. 
It was a 3-1 victory for the Cardinal, a, a match that uh, featured, let's see, the third set being a deuce set. So they split the first two. The third set was a deuce set, 26-24 for Stanford, and that was kind of all she wrote for Oregon State at that point. 25-15 was the score in yeah. the fourth. Uh, it looks like big nights from Inky Ajanaku had 18 kills on 32 attempts. Brittany Howard actually had a good night. She hasn't had many of them this year, hitting-wise. 14 kills, 364 she hit. Um, Moretta Lutz had uh, 11 kills, hit 421. And on the other side, Mary-Kate Marshall, a fantastic freshman, had, was just 16 of 68 and hit 176 in that match. So you have to expect that Mary-Kate Marshall is going to play better than that. Mary-Kate uh, having a very good playoffs thus far. Yeah, and, you know, with all that being said, though, I think that end of the day, if Stanford comes in, they're focused, they take care of business, they should win this match just with the talent that they have on that side of the net. Once again, give credit to the job that Oregon State did bouncing back from last season. You know, the thing that's going to be really interesting if they can win that, though, is who they're going to play in the next round, because I think that Illinois-Florida match has the potential to kind of be the best third-round match of the entire tournament. When you look at those two teams, the way that they're playing right now, and defensively they're playing great. I think that that's going to be a really exciting match. I, I really think that this is going to be one of these matches that goes five games. I'm a little concerned about my pick for the national championship, uh, Washington, with the setter injury that they have, having lost one of their two starting setters. But it hasn't appeared yeah. to bother them through two rounds. No, it hasn't. And, you know, that just give credit to the job that um, Jim McLaughlin has done once again, you know, his – experience being able to coach and then you have a star player like Kristen Van Sant who has once again continued to shine had 20 plus kills in the victory against Hawaii and you know now they're coming up they're playing Nebraska that's going to you know that's just a fun match I think that that's kind of everything you want you have um, two outspoken coaches going up against each other star talent out there I think that's going to be a really fun match it'd be a match that you'd love to see on the um, regular ESPN lineup and not having to Dig around, try to find it on ESPN three. Yeah, Jason Moore just posted on the NetLives page a good thing here. It says, "Please sign the following: We the People, Your Voice in Government, request that ESPN and Network TV programming show more NCAA volleyball on its primary channels." I like that. Yeah. Oh, and I should say, I, I do want. I I am corrected. That game is actually going to be on ESPNU. So if you have the extreme extreme high end cable package, you'll be able to get that. <laughs> Yeah, they do switch to the U, and then they go to the two, and that's as far as yeah. it goes. But that's hey, it's better than men's. The men's they only show the yeah. championship match, and that's I think that's on the U. So. Yep, that's oh. on the U, and they actually almost didn't show the NCAA NCAA playing matches because of a big controversy, and is the NCAA one Loyola to have to pay for the right to host them? That was a whole interest, other interesting side step. <laughs> All right, well we'll get to that next year. Uh, what else is jumping yeah. out at you? BYU taking on Florida State, North Carolina taking on Oregon, Colorado State, and Texas. Can Colorado State take out Texas? You know, I, I don't think so. And I really love the job that Colorado did. I think that that match they played against Colorado was exciting, especially that 15 win. I mean, heck, you have a player who gets a bloody nose and continues to stay in the match and fights through, and you rally from a 13-11 deficit. But when you look at that Texas team, you look at the way that they were just seemingly easily able to dismantle a very good Arizona Arizona State team. I mean, I think that this is really – I think that Texas is going to win. Colorado State is going to push them. It's going to be close. But I think that Texas is going to be able to pull it off. But I'll tell you, 
that BYU team, I think that there's a potential for an upset right there. When you look at the way that they're playing, when you look at the job, as you mentioned a little bit earlier, Hampson, what she was able to do, and just, you know, the stats that stood out for me also in that BYU-Arizona match, which how crazy was this, was the fact that uh, Maddie Kingdon had 84 attack attempts in a four-game match. If that game had done five, she would have had more than 100 attack attempts in a match. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they've really ridden Maddie Kingdon, and she's a special player. She's going to definitely have a long volleyball career if she wishes it. I don't know about the national team uh, exactly, but for sure she's going to have the opportunity to play overseas and be an important player for somebody overseas. Yeah, without doubt. All right, I'm I'm moving around here on the Internet trying to find the stats from that last match, the box score for that Arizona match, because I'm interested in what happened not only with Jennifer Hampson and what she did, she hit 245, had 19 kills, not a stellar night, but it interests me always what happens with Alexa Gray. She hit 195, right. 15 kills on 41. That's, that's not a spectacular night either. No, no, it's not a spectacular night, but I think that also speaks to the depth that you have at BYU with the fact that you have your star player who doesn't necessarily have the best night. You know that teams are going to be focusing on her, but BYU is able to once again, use that depth that they have and get other players involved. You had three players finish the match with double-digit kills, and, you know, you kind of look when we get to this stage in the tournament, you have to have depth in your team to be able to advance far enough. You know, I really, you look at, it's hard to think of a team the last time that was just really a one-player reliant offense that was able to win an NCAA championship. You know, you need that balance. Maddie Kingdon, you mentioned it, the number of attempts, 33 kills. Yeah. The next highest number of kills on the team in four sets, Taylor Arizoba with nine. Nine. Yeah. Wow. And she had 33 attack attempts. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's just great. I mean, they literally set her about 45% of the time. <laughs> they could have used more from Ashley Harris. Five kills, four errors on 38. That is not a good night for Harris, but I would expect better things from Harris next year. Uh, 11 blocks for BYU, 10 for Arizona. And interesting on the points, 71 total points for the Cougars. Wildcats, 68. So a three sets to one loss, but it was close between those two teams. Uh, Vinny, what else do you need to talk about here with this uh, field of 16 that we have left? Uh, you know, once again, I think um, for me, uh, moving forward, obviously, I'm excited about, you know, kind of that Nebraska-Washington match, match, the, match. The other one, you know, that I think is going to be really intriguing is, you know, can we get that showdown between Penn State and Wisconsin? I think that has the potential to be the best regional finals if we get that one. So I think that we're in store for a lot of good, good, great volleyball. And then, you know, the one thing I do want to hit on off the court, I just want to update everyone on, is I know I brought it up last week in kind of a rant about um, the NCAA selection committee not really um, talking to people. We're now in day eight since the selection committee has come out with their bracket. The committee chairman has still yet to hold any media interviews with anyone, and um, there has been multiple requests from not only my end but other newspapers, including the Indianapolis Star, and she has... um, not come back to any of us. Um, so at this point, it's a not available for comment on how they determine the NCAA field. So the tournament's almost halfway over. Still don't know how they determine the 64-team field. All right. Well, we'll continue to follow that story, Vinny. I know yeah. uh, 
You were mad last week. Thanks for calming down between yeah. uh, us Monday yeah. and this. <laughs> no problem. All right, Vinny Lopes. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Enjoy All right, the rest thanks, of Kevin. the uh, volleyball. All right, we'll see. Will do, will do. See ya. All right, Vinny Lopes of Off the Block. We still have his uh, preseason All-American announcement to come. It's not just him making this list. 27 other people. A voting committee comprised of coaches, volleyball media members from around the nation. We will have that coming up for you here shortly. But, uh, Jeremy, I would like to do the mascot challenge. Let's do this. I want to I get into this mascot challenge because I'm kind of pumped on the way we have it organized. Challenge. Challenge. Who are we starting with? Let's start with Huskies and Cornhuskers. Okay. Uh, now, so you have humans against animals. Humans against animals. And we're, obviously, since we're doing a mascot challenge, we're just assuming that said mascot can play volleyball. It's a it's a pack of dogs. Yep. Uh, the Washington Huskies. Now, when you look at Washington's Husky, full-on dog. So, it's a rather regal-looking Husky. I kind of like Huskies. Yep. I'm not sure, since it is an actual dog, how good they're really going to be. Well, here's, what they have, here's what they have going for them. Okay. You know they can jump really high. Oh, good point. But if you've ever seen a dog, a dog jump, how much control of their jump do they have? I think they're okay. And actually, I'm, I'm thinking right now of in a pool, if you throw a soccer <laughs> ball at a dog, yeah. the ball is wet. Yeah. The dog goes to bite it. It slips out of the jaws, not in the jaws. Correct. Shoots up in the air. Huskies might be able to manage something like that to control the ball. They're going to have a hard time receiving serve, though. Yeah, how can you get your platform together? That's my concern. They're going to have several concussions if they're trying to receive serve with their noses. They're just going to take it off the chest. Cornhuskers, on the other hand, is an actual human being who spends his time husking, husking corn. corn. So you know... Massive forearms. Really good platform. Yeah. I'll look up the cornhusker here because he's uh, he's interesting looking. He's very heavy. He wears overalls, uh, not unlike much of the population of Nebraska, actually having been there. Uh, I'm not sure if I've seen that hat worn too many times, but definitely that the body type exemplified by said Cornhusker is not uncommon in the state of Nebraska. Correct. And just to clarify, too, uh, we used to do fight-to-the-death match for right. mascots, and we just wanted to switch it up a little bit so you have six Huskies on one side and six Cornhuskers on the other. Right. This is we're talking five set match. Yeah, yeah, legit. Like, Best of five. Yeah. Cornhusker for me you wins. Gotta play. Just because the Huskies not gonna be able to receive serve. Yeah, I think the, and the Cornhusker. You can do everything else great, but if you can't pass, the Cornhusker. You're, you're toast. He's got really short, fat arms. Little, he's little fat, relative of little fat Jeremy. Yeah, he <laughs> might he might be little fat Jeremy's big fat uncle, but he'd be able to pass. I think he can pass, and I also think he could he could hit a float serve. There's no way he's getting off the ground. His vertical is nil. That's fine. But all right, I'm going to put in. I'm going to take the Cornhuskers. They're right there. Cornhuskers over Huskies. All right, BYU Cougars. Cougars taking on the Seminoles now. In a normal fight to the death, Cougar wins. The Cougar would maul the Seminole. I don't care how many spears you have. We're talking about basically limitless Cougars, and it's like unlimited lives in contra. It's going to be hard. I don't know what the scepter, spear, arrow thing is that the Seminole carries, but it will be difficult to play with said weapon. Well, they could set the weapon down. 
it will be but, difficult to play if you're diving and then there's a said weapon on the court with you. That's a good point. I had another thought about the diving issue for the Seminoles that they could face. Uh, we may need to have a medic on hand because if you're wearing some sort of uh, uh, loincloth, some sort of traditional Indian garb, possible headdress, and you dive, it's you gonna are going to get some massive floor burns. It's going to hurt. The yeah. first time you dive, you may need to seek medical attention raspberries? for road rash. Is that, what do we call them? Raspberries? Yeah, it's a yeah. floor burn. It's, yeah. it, man, they're, they are hurting. And I'm thinking halfway through, if they've had to play any defense at all, the <laughs> Seminoles tough. are not terribly mobile anymore. Um, just not to go back too far, but the Huskies, uh, Coach Hula made a great point that uh, they could receive serve with their noses. Well, that's what I thought, but then you're going to have a lot of concussed No, I'm Huskies. with you. Yeah, yeah. but I, found it, I, didn't, I didn't think about that, so I found it interesting. Continue. I'm going... Were the BYU the, Cougar, the Cougar because they're paw, they're going to have big paws. They have big paws. They jump really high. Really? Seminoles. I mean, unlike I'm unlike cons- Kenyan runners, Seminole Indians not known for their vertical. Well, they're riding a horse. You don't need to jump. <laughs> Are there I'm, horses on the court? I'm concerned about their gear and how far away from the court said weapons are. So I'm going BYU Cougar. Okay, I'm I'm going to go with you on that. I had Seminoles. I'm going to go Cougars. The amount of gear they have on the court. <laughs> it's just feathers everywhere. Just, just saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, this could be the worst matchup. The worst match you, you've mascot, ever seen. Mascot-wise, as far as volleyball. This is terrible. Uh, you, North Carolina Tar Heels taking on the Oregon Ducks. My question about the Tar Heel is, is that going to slow them down on the court? You know what I'm saying? If you have Tar on your heel. Yeah, but that's not what it is. But it is. No, it's, oh, like, it's, the ram? it's like a ram thing. I thought it was a, a turtle, honestly. Where? I thought a tar heel was a turtle. What the heck is a tar heel? People that have tar on their heels, Kevin. No, that well, that's actually here is like the eighth picture on Google. Correct, but, but it's the the ram is their quote unquote mascot. Yeah, but that's a it's a ram. Tar heel ram. Oh well, there's a ram with blue horns, but humans paint those horns. That's not realistic. All right, so apparently it's a ram. A Tar Heel Ram. So it's a sheep, a sheep-looking ram versus a duck. Now, said Oregon Ducks, I've got everything from Daffy. Basically, they had Daffy forever, right? Are we on? Are we in said water or are we on normal court? We're on a normal court. This is not – you can't have a court half Here's the thing that the Ducks going to have an advantage of. They could – Basically, just have three blockers up that take the entire net because their wings are. No one has to like run to the outside. You're gonna just have three people standing there. They jump up, throw the wings out, and they're all touching each other. How are you gonna get through that? It's a good point, especially if you're a stupid ram and you have to hit the ball with your horns. You can't even see the block because you got to look down. But then there's the one time that that ram comes through the net accidentally, quote unquote. Oh boy! And just crushes somebody with said head. Yes. In a Gabe Gardner-esque travel yes. through the net. How yeah. happy are you going to be to go up and try to block again? Well, uh, Ducks not known for their courage. And another thing that I hadn't thought of, we might have issues, some decency issues with the Duck. He has no pants. <laughs> the Duck is not wearing pants. But nothing's hanging out. That's a good point. <laughs> I haven't seen anything. I haven't noticed anything. Um, the other thing. Where are a Duck's genitals anyway? Ducks fly, <laughs> Kevin. It's true. So how high can you set the duck? Are there regulations? Oh, they're going straight down, right? Yeah. Are you going to call them over? Do you have to really be worried about the over call? How tall does the net have to be, or do we have to have really tall antennas? 
This is fraught with problems. I, you know, how much control are you going to have? Right how much control are you going to have with a wing, though? Well, there are definitely going to be a lot of paintbrushes. Are you writing my answers down too? Uh, well, I'm actually agree with you so far. Okay. I got rid of the Seminole. So you went with what? I just went with the duck. Uh, I'm with you. For the re- flying high is a big one, but it is going to be kind of a puffball shot. Coach Hula said it's covered by their feathers. No decency issue here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and in case you're wondering, Coach Hula, who wants us to go back to the uh, steel cage death match, the yeah. ram would crush the duck for sure. But if they're playing volleyball, duck wins. Yeah, I mean, the ram just batters the duck to death in person. Yeah. So the Colorado State ram, Cam the ram, against yep. the Texas Longhorns. All are going to have issues serve-receive. Well, these rams, these, these guys you can't do much with these with these big horns. And I, I guess you could take the mascot themselves, but then it's all humanoid. It's all human people, but we've gone the other way. We've gone animals. I feel like this would be a good uh, battle to the death match. This would be. Because the Texas long I mean, it's called longhorn because their horns are long. Yeah, but again, they're hard to use. Correct. But again, they're slow. You can get them up above the net, and let's say one horn kind of goes over the net, and you swing through, and all of a sudden now you're now impaled. This is kind of the horn equivalent of sharks versus dolphins, which the dolphins eventually win because the shark can only move so fast, and the dolphins but can hit them in the side. There's and a group of dolphins. Dies. Yeah. But even a group of sharks. A gaggle of sharks? It's not a gaggle of sharks. It's a, not a pod a, either. A murder of sharks? A murder. That might be it. Uh, all right. Colorado Rams against... I'm going to have a hard time picking anybody in this one. This is atrocious. I'm just going the Longhorn because they're going to cover more of the quarter defense just based on the fact that they're bigger. They're so slow and they have no forward vision at they all. They don't have to go anywhere, though, Kevin. They're so huge. That's my call. Longhorn. No one has control. Longhorn. I don't know how many balls you go through. Longhorn. I'm taking the Rams. Fine. Make sure you write that down for me. I'll, I'll write you down here. You get the Longhorns. I don't know what people... This is stupid. This is awesome. Uh, Stanford <laughs> Cardinal. So the bird. Oh, we got to give him the bird. It's just one. Deeper. It's but one bird. It's also a small bird. Yeah, it's a small bird. It's one of them. First of all, let's go back. Regulation ball, twice the size of the bird. I'll even give him a big bird. We'll go big bird style Cardinal. Like a seven-foot cardinal. Isn't it a color? Go to Stanford. Okay. It's a color, I think. So really, you lose. And if it's a tree, you're, who are they playing? It's true. The they beavers? Are, they are about the color, aren't they? Beavers. It, it is the color. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's the, not bird. the bird. That's true. I should know that. I'm, I'm appalled. It's that okay. I We're not really realize that. It's the color. Beavers win. The tree is stupid. A color can't win anything. Beavers win. Beavers advance. Everybody's panicking on the on the chat board. We're okay. We're back. Because we were on the birds. Yeah. Yeah. You want Sorry. To my bad. My bad. Rule of the of tree. God, a tree is dumb. Fighting a lini. So dumb. <laughs> it's a palm tree this year. Well, it's better, but still idiotic. All right. Yes, fighting a lini. Against the gators. Against the gators. Against the Florida gators. So now we have alligators, who, by the way, I think are going to be pretty deadly with their tails. Yeah, but they're so they they cannot serve receive either. Yeah, but they've got equipment issues on the other side as well, the Illini. But they're also not. I guess they're not. But as, I feel like not the Illini more like is the Seminoles. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm going with the Illini just based on the fact that the Gators won't be able to block ever. Yeah, they're they're gonna have a they strong can get floor up, game. They can get up, but they like they're not getting up on their two back legs and or tail. 
Yeah, and they're slow. And how are you going to pass? All right, the Illini win. Yeah. Even if they're wearing knit shirts like their coach. In a steel cage death match, though. Oh, Gator. It's, yeah, it looks yeah. like Christians and Lions. <laughs> it's all over. This next one's going to be good. Nittany Lions. Yep. UCLA Bruins. Bears the and Bears. Lions. Yeah. Bears. I believe I'm contractually obligated to go with UCLA. Okay. I think it's in my contract. All right. Speaking of which, I saw Stein Metzger last night at UCLA. Working the game. Really? Yep. He was working or you were I working? was working. Okay. But that is irrelevant. Penn State Nittany Lion, which is regal, athletic, and fit. So it will be really quick, has big paws. They got to do something about their mascot costumes. <laughs> the Bruin Bear. For a big-time university, that mascot costume is suspect. <laughs> we'll talk to Jay about it next week. Yeah, we'll we'll speak on it, about it at length. The Bruin Bear carries a little bit of weight. Yeah, he's kind of fat. But can still be – it's still big. can stand on its hind legs. It's going to have big paws as well. So is the bigger, more physical team going to win over the quicker athletic team of the Nittany line? Somebody upsized this photo. It's one of these things where a hunter claims to have killed a bear that weighs like no eight or 10,000 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good Photoshop. <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, I, I got to go with the bears here. That's a big... A Bruin bear is a big bear. I'm going Bruin. Well, you had to. Well, also, I just think after a while, physically, they would just beat the other team down. Sorry, Nittany Lions. Bow ties. Go home. Uh, Buckeyes. Uh, Ed Chan is correct that there is also a female Bruin because it's the UCLA Bruins. There's Joe and Josie. Well, so they win the co-ed division as well. They get a female setter. But she's also, touch, she's right? also still a bear, so she wins. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, they lose because it's like a nut. <laughs> Speaking of stupid-looking mascots, I mean, you just you you're something edible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's inanimate, basically. It can't. Yeah, how's well, it going to play volleyball? It can't. All right. And I like it because so your favorite mascot wins that one. Bucky, Bucky advances. Ooh, that's going to be an interesting matchup. Bruins and Badgers. Now we have to decide: is it Bucky versus the stupid-looking bear? Or is it actual badgers and bears? Let's get to let's let's we'll leave that one last. All right, corn huskers, mm-hmm. the actual people. Yeah, Big against forearms. cougars. Cougars. The so, BYU cougars. The BYU cougars. Oh, Ferocious cougar for sure. Who again is going to be nimble? Yes, but this under the net contact has to stop. You ha- you can't violate the rules with this one. You can't have like slashing. You can't have oh, you're Achilles, not a ram. I'm not going to use my head. Yeah. The Achilles with cut you. out from below the cornhusker. I you know? believe the Nittany Lion wins that. What? Yeah. How? Because they have bigger paws. Yeah. Jump way higher than a cornhusker. Oh, good point. Can a cornhusker even jump? I mean, they're using no. their arms have a lot. you seen him? That's what I'm saying. They're short and stocky. Dude, he's like knock-kneed. He's done. Yeah. His vertical is, is zero. Unless their serve game is off the charts. He's like me. The first time he jumps, he needs surgery. And because your arms are so big, you know you don't have a full arm extension. You know? Yeah. Oh, Nittany line. I mean, uh, BYU Cougar. All right. I'm a, I, I can be convinced of that. Cougars. All right. Ducks, Rams. You have Longhorns. So, Ducks. So, let's address Ducks versus Rams first. Uh, I'm going to go Ducks for all the reasons that uh, we discussed earlier. Flying, sitting high balls, massive block. Yeah, because, I mean, you can set a high ball. The duck is just hang out up there. It's not like it has, like, a vertical eye. I can only reach this at a certain point. 
I'm mixing here though because I'm thinking about like the full size mascot duck putting his hands out versus and duck wings versus an actual physical yeah it's a size physical duck. duck it's a physical duck you can hit a ball through a duck all day. I could blast a duck. I mean, you look at the Aflac duck. He doesn't do crap when he gets into these yoga classes. He can't do anything. <laughs> he's routinely bashed aside while he says Aflac. I mean, not terribly impressive. Rams, on the other hand, the ball is not even going to affect. They're not even going to notice the ball. That might be part of the problem. I'm going to Oregon duck. Ball's going to hit a ram. Ram isn't even going to be aware. He's going to be like, what? Huh? Yeah. And if it goes, if you shank it, who's going to run it down and bring it back? You can't run anything yeah. down. Oregon. All right. I'll take the ducks as well. Yep. Beavers versus Illini. So now we have Beavers who walked through the first round facing a color. Yeah, I mean, it was just like, are they even mentally prepared for this match? And the Illini, who got past the Gators somehow. There might have been, we don't know yet, we don't have a report yet on the post-match fight that occurred <laughs> as both teams were sent out the same tunnel. So we don't know yeah. how many Illini actually made it through the first match. Well, at least half of them. So there's at least six still on the court. Okay, so we'll, we'll they will face off with the Beavers. I think this is, if they were in another bracket, they could meet in the championship, but I think this is where the Beavers go down. Yeah, Illini. Yeah. That's just bad seeding by both teams. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like the uh, the lower right of the bracket right now for the Longhorns. They're yeah. all set. Uh, Bruins and Badgers. Badgers. A bear versus a very angry but turtleneck clad Badger. Correct. Again, Badger's shorter. A lot shorter. A lot shorter. Than, Bears are big. Than Joey or Joe Bruin. It's Joe, really. Well, now it actually be. There's nobody on the west side named Joe. I anymore. mean, it'd be Josie. I apologize. The Josie. West, the west side is not. It's Josie. Yeah. So it's, since it's women's volleyball, it'd be Josie. She's still bigger than the Badger. UCLA wins. Bruins. All right, final four: Cougars and Ducks, Illini and Bruins. Ooh, I, ooh Illini and Bruins is a good matchup. Ducks and Cougs. Man. Man, the Cougar at some point during the match. Are you going to lose focus that it's a volleyball match and just take a big old chomp out of a duck? <laughs> <laughs> it is kind so of like spider. Halfway through the match, you're like, man, I could use like a little protein bar right now. And you see the duck go up and just out of instinct, you just spring to action and snatch it out of the air. It is kind of a frog and scorpion situation. And uh, what is the penalty? Do you just lose your serve? Do you lose <laughs> possession of the ball for eating an opponent? The, the match would be forfeited if somebody ate the other opponent. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, but it's just nature. It's not like you really want to. That's what I'm saying. Like you'd, be, you'd be nervous. So then is that going to be in the duck's head? Like, oh, well, one of us got eaten already. That's intimidation right there. Yeah. I mean, there's a is, lot of ways they, to intimidate. Are they already in your head? The Seminoles wanted to throw the spear into the court, put a hole in the court, in the mondo floor. But uh, this is this is <sighs> next level stuff. I think even though the ducks can soar high, bike straight down, mm-hmm. I believe. Soft spiking. Correct. We are cougars at this point or nittany line? Cougars. Either way, Cougars. Cougars are athletic and quick. Yeah, they're going to end up winning that match over the Oregon Duck. It's going to go five, though, Kevin. I will. I will take Cougars as well, but I say that half the Ducks team. Uh... <laughs> it's going to go five, and as soon as one of the Cougars bounce the ball to win the match, like one of the Ducks is going to go missing mysteriously. <laughs> one of them with a feather coming out of one of the Cougars' mouths. I was envisioning more of a feeding frenzy. Yeah. All right, Illini take it on Bruins. Bears versus people. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think the Illini are really known for their athletic prowess. And what? Yeah. What is their? What is their uh, gear like? What do they have still? 
TPs? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Let me hold on. Let me look up a couple of pictures I of the Illini. I think I would be going bare at this point. Let's look Unless up. Unless uh, they are allowed to carry a spear with him. I don't. I don't want to make incorrect statements about the Illini Indians. We'll get fined. The Illinois Confederation, sometimes referred to as the Illinois or the Illini, were a group of 12 to 13 Native American tribes in the upper Mississippi River Valley of North America. Oh, so it's not just one. It's multiple tribes. No, they're drawing from a large talent pool. Oh, well, interesting. I did not know that. So, uh, culture, let's see. They live a seasonal-related cycle because you have to because, by the way, it's freaking cold around there. Semi-permanent villages and hunting camps. They lived in long houses with wigwams. Ooh, woven works. mats. They planted crops of corn, beans, squash, known as the Three Sisters. Uh, yeah. What about war? Do we have any war references here? It doesn't. It doesn't mention them as some sort of warring group. As a consequence of the Indian Removal Act of the 1830s, Illinois, the Illinois, or the Illini, were relocated from where they had migrated to eastern Kansas to northern. Indiana Territory. Today they reside mostly in Oklahoma. Oh, interesting. We'll be there. You know what stands out to me, though? Hunting camps. Okay. But they still have to play volleyball. So how much gear... I mean, they don't have a lot of gear on here. My question is, are are the Bears concerned because the Illini are good at uh, hunting? Well, I think they have to check their bows at the door. I know, but are they they already in their head? Because maybe they've gotten some of their Bear brethren. (laughs) <laughs> at some point in the past? I don't see how a human team doesn't make the final here. You're going Illini? I'm going to go Illini. Oh, man. This is a tough one for me, actually. Can I go both? No. <laughs> I'm going Bear, then. All right. J-Ro takes the Bears. Bruins. Again, and, sa- I, and saves his UCLA contract. Again, I think it's matchups at this point. It so, it's a tough matchup. Illini and... I have the Illini taking on the Cougars. Much like the matchup between the Ducks and the Cougars, I'm going to be willing to bet that at the conclusion of the Illini match against the Bruins, at least half the team was eaten. Well, and who have the Illini had to get through to get to this point? Like, what mascots have they had to go through? They went through Gators and Beavers. Their numbers are down. Although they were well fed in the second round. With the Gators and the Beavers. I'm not sure how good Beaver is, but tastes like chicken probably. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Cougs. Cougars to win it all. Hmm. You have Cougars Bruins. That's tough. Again, you're with the matchup of um bigger but slower, and then with the Cougars um faster, more athletic. Okay. And at this point, who have my Bruins gone through to get this point again? The Bruins have defeated the Nittany Lions, bow tie clad, but very similar. So they already beat the Cougars. something similar to the Cougar. It was then close, they, though. Then they beat the Badgers. Yeah. Who were wearing turtlenecks. Yep. Now they meet up with a Cougar who is not wearing any clothes at all and looks quite angry. See, this is tough for me. I have my uh, Mormon brethren, family side, uh-huh. and my UCLA people who pay me. It's tough. I mean, if if. UCLA is already... money, Jeremy. Yeah. money. <laughs> if UCLA has already beaten one said cougar, Nittany Lion-ish type animal, uh-huh. it should be able to do it again, don't you think? Tough to beat a team twice. It is. Make your pick. My heart says UCLA, but my gut's going uh, 
Cougar. Cougars, we agree. Cougars, national champions yep. in the mascot challenge. Congratulations to them. I mean, it was really a tough battle. I kind of like the death match more after we did it this way. We'll go the I was excited about this. I like the death match. We, just, we tried something different. I like the death match. We're not going to hit a home run every time I have to play, Kevin. Whatever. It's over. <laughs> Get rid of it. We can do the death match next year. I'm sick of it. Why don't we pick these brackets uh, based on reality here oh, for a boo. moment? Boo. I'm going to pick it just for everybody. Uh, Colorado State, Texas. i got to take Texas. Hold on. Where are we at? Part of the bracket. Bottom right. Oh, yeah. Uh, Texas, I agree with you. All right. UNC and Oregon. I'm going to take UNC here. I think an ACC team makes the Elite Eight. I disagree. Okay. Jeremy has Oregon. Feel free to write that down. I just did. Okay. All right. uh, Florida State taking on BYU. You know what? I I actually like the Cougars here. I think BYU, I think they just have the firepower. Admittedly, I don't know as much about Florida State. And I, I wish, I know we've talked about this before, I wish everybody was ranked on here. As opposed, because BYU is not right, correct. But I feel the moments I was listening to College Volleyball Weekly this year, like I feel like we talked about them a lot. Florida State undefeated until three weeks to the end of the season. I know. Not a tremendous amount of high-level opponents, though. And where are they playing? That's my question. Uh, Seattle. Okay. It's a long trip for Florida State. Yep. Cougar. All right. Uh, Stanford, Oregon State. Uh, it's difficult to beat a team three times. I think Stanford has the horses to do it. Correct. Uh, Florida, Illinois. As Vinny mentioned, one of the more interesting matchups in this round. I'm taking Illinois. I'm going with the Illini as well, too. Sorry, Mary. My apologies. I like you, but I think Kevin Hambly and his checkered shirts went out, and then he hosts the picnic afterwards. <laughs> Uh, Penn State and UCLA. Intriguing. Carstolo, kind of the uh, one-woman gang. And the other thing is, didn't we talk about like Penn State didn't have as difficult a schedule this year as, said, Pac-12 teams playing each other? Not quite, but they play in the Big Ten. Big Ten is solid. Yeah, not taking anything away from them. And they thrashed people. Like, they they thrashed Nebraska. Yeah. I had already written it down, but I was just... Penn State was my call. Yeah, I, I I have Penn State. I think the world of Carstello and what she's done this year, and I think Mike Seeley's done a good job. Uh, I don't see how Penn State loses that match. Wisconsin-Ohio State. Uh, sorry, Buckeyes. Yeah. F- nut, fruit, if we figure out what they are. Yeah, whatever. You're, you lose this match, too, because Wisconsin's awfully good. All right, rematches. Uh, all right. Elite Eight, Washington versus BYU. Intriguing at Washington. Remember, I know. So I, you at have, home, you have to go with Washington, right? I think the crowd will be huge. They had nearly nine thousand for the Stanford match. I'm betting they pack it in for this one. A lot of excitement around that program in Seattle, Washington. I'll take Washington for the Final Four. Texas and UNC. Or right, you have Texas and Oregon. Correct. Um, and I would go with Texas. I also pick Texas. I think the Longhorns, if they get past that Colorado State round, they're in the Final Four for sure. Yeah. I don't care who that next opponent is. Uh, I thought it was going to be Colorado. I thought they'd give them a little tougher of a run. I don't know a ton about Colorado State, scrappy and stuff, but I think Texas has some really nice athletes. Yeah. Uh, Stanford and Illinois, interesting, but I still have Stanford. I will also go with the color Cardinal. I'm going to pick Wisconsin here. Whoa. Wisconsin, Penn State. Really? Yep. Because? Uh, Because I don't know a ton about either one. I just don't think Penn State makes it this year. 
And I'm going to go back here and look You don't up. think they make it to the Final Four this year? I don't. Hmm. Uh, Wisconsin. I'm going to look up Wisconsin and what they did against Penn State this year. I want to see how things came out. Because, you know, they're in the same yep. conference. Yep. So they lost 3-0 back in September. That was early in the season. And I guess that's it. The, the unbalanced schedule there. Let's see. Unless I'm missing it here. Just once. 3-0. But it was forever ago. Absolutely forever ago. And in fact, that was the last loss that Wisconsin suffered. Last time they lost was in September. Because Wisconsin is 30-2 and overall, 18-1 and in conference. That was their, uh, their opening conference match. They lost back-to-back matches. 3-2 at Washington in the final match of non-conference play. Five days later, 3-0 at Madison against Penn State. I think they avenged that loss. Wisconsin carries the day. Carlini and crew go to the Final Four. You made a really compelling argument. Okay. I have a hard time betting against Rose Rose. Of course. I'm going Penn State. Okay. Jeremy has Penn State. And that is really what I had written down. So I'm not... But you... I mean, that was a really compelling argument by you. I have... We have... Washington, Texas. Van Sant is gnarly. And we're now in OKC. We're in OKC. Final four. Thursday night. We are, we are in stadium with media credentials. Easier trip for Texas than Washington. True. But, eh. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Texas. Really? Yep. J-Row goes Texas with the fighting Eric Sullivan's. How upset are you going to be Jared when Elliott. Jeremy, who knows nothing about indoor volleyball, wins? Yeah, it's entirely possible. <laughs> uh, Penn State-Stanford, 3-2 Stanford early in the season. Thrilling match. They're both Penn be- State knocked them out last year. They're both better teams now. Okay. Stanford. Stanford. All right, I have Wisconsin-Stanford. I picked Stanford to go to the final for an all-pack 12 final. I'm going to stick with that prediction. We both have Stanford. So Stanford, Washington, I have, and I have Washington. You have Washington beating Stanford to win the whole thing. I did, yeah. I have them winning, winning again. Uh, you have Texas, Stanford. I do. And I believe Stanford will win. J. Rowe picks the Cardinal. John Dunning. I, honestly, I like either pick. It's always that way. You get down to a Final Four. I think any – Put them in a hat and yeah. shake them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're all so good. What's interesting to me, though, last year we were in Washington and you had some home court advantage, which is great. All of home court pressure, too. Yeah. But you don't have that this year. No. Mm-mm. All right. One more thing to go. Then we're out of here, buddy. Funny how uh, we're on the West Coast and we pick a Pac-12 champion. I know. I said that last week. I, I show my Pac-12 because I know more about the Pac-12. Of course. I don't know. I Honestly, I, and I'll, I'll say it again on the show, I don't have enough information about the Big Ten. No, that's fine. Because I don't do their matches, and it's impossible for me to, to know everything about it. Men's game. Women's game will conclude two weeks from now. We'll be there. Men's game will start about a month from now. Vinny at Off the Block has put together the Off the Block Springback Inc. preseason All-American teams selected by 27 voting members on the committee, volleyball coaches, volleyball media members from around the nation, 
and they have come up with a list of a first and second team. Full disclosure, I voted in this contest. Oh, you did? I did. Will you reveal your votes? Uh, I don't. I didn't even write them down. They just went into Vinny's machine. Oh, I, okay. I know some of the ones I voted for. Gotcha. Uh, first team in the off the blocks bring back Inc. Preseason All Americans. First team. Setters first. No surprise here at all. Micah Christensen, mm-hmm. James Shaw, Matt West Pepperdine. I had all three of those guys on my list in one fashion or another. How many offers do you think Micah got to go pro? Several. Okay. Several. Uh, outside hitters, Thomas, Thomas Jaski, Jaski. I don't know how to say it appropriately from Loyola. I don't even know how to say appropriately, apparently. Jeff Powell of Lewis. No idea who that is. Aaron Russell, who I voted for Penn State. We heard a lot about him on the national team, but did not see him on the national team, really. Yep. But he played well, apparently. Yep. Uh, Josh Taylor from Pepperdine. I voted for Josh Taylor. I think he's poised, if he has an injury-free season, to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Taylor Averill from Hawaii. Driss Gessus. Gessus, I'm guessing. We can get this straightened out next week with uh, Jay of Ohio State. And Michael Brinkley at Libero for UCI. And I think I may have voted for Brinkley at UCI. So that's your first team. Christensen, Shaw, West, Jaski, Powell, Russell, Taylor, Averill, Gessis, Brinkley. What's with the Midwest guys having weird names? Maybe I need to work on my uh, my Slavic pronunciation there with uh, Thomas. So Thomas of Oil, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. Second team, off the block, Springback Inc., second team, All-Americans preseason, Jonah Safe. And I know that one. It's spelled Seif, but it's said safe. UC Santa Barbara. I had him on my list there at that position. Crowded position because I think Jonah had a good year last year. Nick Goodell of Penn State. No idea who that is. Cody Kessel of Princeton. Absolutely agree with that one. Zach LaCavera of UC Irvine. Mm-hmm. I had him on my list. Uh, Cody Caldwell of Loyola. I actually had him on first team. He made second team. Greg Perry of Lewis. Brooks Sador of Hawaii, Lucas Yoder, Andy Benish of USC. Mm-hmm. I voted for both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conrad Kaminsky from Stanford. Interesting pick there. Nicholas Olson of Loyola. And then Andrew Sato of Long Beach for Libero. That's the second team. There you go. There's the announcement. You can go check it out at offtheblock.com. A lot of good stuff at Off the Block. I actually want to recognize, and we're working on getting Blair Lambert involved, but the work that he does at From the Pins is good stuff on the professional side of what's happening. And the work that Vinny is doing, we really appreciate and hope you appreciate here on the show that Vinny is doing uh, with the men's game in particular at offtheblock.com. Really good stuff. Um, Is the voting committee public? I think it might be. Check Vinny's website. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe I'm thinking of the uh, the voting committee for the NCAA or something. Gotcha. Well, you at least acknowledged that you voted. I did. And said most of the people you remembered voting for. I voted for guys I knew out of Penn State, guys I knew out of Loyola. I don't know Lewis's team well. I yeah. just never see him. Yep. Uh, and there's unless I'm going to tune into the, the live stream or the student broadcast, I'm not going to see him. But hopefully that's why you have members throughout the country that do know more, so that's, that's when the voting stuff lays itself out. Absolutely, but uh, I'm excited for men's season. I'm doing 18 matches for Pac-12, so that should be good from about mid-January through April. Then he said every Division One and Two head coach gets an invitation to vote plus select media members. Oh, select! You are one of the selected media members, Kevin. I guess so. Got a media pass too, media credential. We're all set for. I got my email. Let me know. 
We're in. Apparently, I'm sleeping in a bunk bed with you and half of your family in Oklahoma City, too. Uh, Reed Pretty, actually, and his maybe some of his sisters. I don't know. My concern is that since Reed's knees aren't 100% healthy, my ankle, like, I don't want us to kick each other in the middle of the night. Do you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I will scream like a little girl. Although, I will say this. Since my ankle surgery... All of the times that I that it has hurt, it has been my own doing. Like when I catch mm-hmm. my heel on a step and my Ooh. ankle snaps forward. Ooh. Oh, Kevin, it hurts really bad. Ouch. But no one else has done anything to me. Like no one's kicked me. Nicole hasn't tried to grab my ankle in the middle of the night and twist it all around for weird reasons. Like <laughs> nothing like that has happened, which has been great. But when you catch your heel and your ankle snaps forward, oh, man. The first time I did it was about six days after surgery. Yeah. I was going down the stairs the first time without the boot. Top step, catch my heel, ankle. You heard it, like it sounded like the loudest crack ever. Like I felt like the entire neighborhood heard it. It was, like, it wasn't that loud, but that's what it felt like. Ow. I immediately sat down, and then the throbbing sensation. You know, like if you roll like a sock up your leg. That's what it felt like. It started from my toes, went all the way up my calf, stopped at my knee, and it literally felt like there was a beating heartbeat in my leg. Ugh. It did not feel good. However, because of said cracking. I had much more range of motion after I did that. <laughs> That's not how my PT recommended me to get more range of right, motion, but right. uh, it did. It felt nice about 15 minutes after I was done crying. Actually, reminds me of when I I had my pinky finger, the tendon ripped off Ooh. the end of my pinky finger, yeah. blocking yeah. by Rob Browning, Ugh. who doesn't have much of an arm. <laughs> that make that's that makes it more. It's not like he was a technical coordinator standing on a box. <laughs> We're doing we're doing blocking drills, and his spongy arm spatches a ball, hits the top of my finger, and destroys my hitting hand pinky. So angry that it wasn't a person who could actually hit well. So I open my hand. I'm like, ah, that hurt. Ah, and I open my hand, and of course, it won't straighten. So it's just oh, flopped down. I'm yeah. Like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. So the only treatment for it is you have to splint it, and then you leave it splinted. Keep it, make it go straight again. Yeah. And so I could hit with it. It's just kind of a pain in the butt to, to play with for a while, but I did. Oh, we're getting into it here. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and I did. But then when I finally was out of the splint and I could straighten it, it wasn't 100% straight, right? It was reattached Correct. so it would work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd go in to shake somebody's hand or I would reach for something and it would catch and roll under. Because it wasn't – because it's muscle memory. So you're sticking your hand like you normally would, but it's off a little bit, so it's throwing you oh, – So as I'm uh, going to shake your hand, yeah. my, my pinky is, oh. is down just a little bit and it would catch and grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely. Oh, mm. So many times it made me Gross. really angry. It hurt. Gross. I don't like this password protection on my computer. Um, I hope we have kings king beds in Oklahoma City. Cause Queen bed, maybe. I know, but Reed is a. I know I'm not a big gentleman, but Reed is a large person. You're gonna have separate beds. What are you talking about? You're not gonna have a king. Oh, you have your own room. I thought we were all in one room. No, you just get with double beds. Yeah, there's four people in there, Kevin. Who? You and your. No, we have two rooms. That's what I just asked you, and you <laughs> said no. We have two rooms, bro. Yeah. Well, then I'm fine. Yeah, I said I'm not sharing a room. You are sharing a room. Though. Well, with my brother. Yeah. But we weren't going to all pack into a room. No. See, that was the impression I was under. No. Okay. No, you're no okay. we're back then. We we should have two rooms. Reed and I will have secret sharing hour, eating popcorn and watching uh, Love Actually. <laughs> secret sharing hour? <laughs> really? Uh, answer to the chat board, no, I will not be doing anything this weekend. I will not be doing any volleyball. They have not hired me for the tournament, strangely. Although I did reach out. You're on vacation. 
Yep, I am on vacation. I love it. I'm happy for you. Except for this show. So we will see you next Monday here on TNL. Thanks to and then, the ABCA. Thanks to 6-8 Clothing uh, Company for their support of the show, the NCAA, for running their commercials on the program. Vinny for calling in. Katie Charles, Kelly Chuckles for calling in. So we will have a show Monday. We'll have a show Friday next week. And then... That's it. After we don't have a show after that Monday after? We do our awards the next, the following. This is right before Christmas. No, no, I'm with you, but it's not... Oh, because we're all out of, I'm out of town anyways. Yeah, no, we're, we're, done, we had we're done for the year. Convention, we go out with a bang. We'll, we'll recap the finals two weeks after? <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't no, no, I'm with you. We're with the Netties, too. Yep, we'll have the Netties at the beginning of January. So there is a show next Monday, yes. And then a show next Friday. Yes. Right on. Solid Net Live. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Thanks for being a part of the program. Email us, thenetlive at gmail.com. Some people have been dropping us some lines. Uh, Carl France. Uh, I'll take an XLT, Carl France. <laughs> That's what I want. XLT, baby. Uh, thanks to, for those that have emailed us at the show. Thank you for doing so. Had uh, had some good suggestions from some people's uh, Nick Ryan, if you remember, we talked to him about his team down in Australia, I believe, when he was up here from Melbourne, Australia. He's given us some suggestions about saving some of our audio. Thanks to Nick for emailing the show. And uh, thanks to some other people who have told me. Tomo is emailing us a bunch. We will get to Tomo's topics eventually here. Uh, and Gardhoff emailing me saying that he is now listening to Serial, the podcast. And Jeremy, with the travel you have coming up, you ought to put Serial on your list. Um, There's gotten a lot of attention, actually. I didn't realize how much attention that it has actually gotten. I need to check it out. I did listen to our podcast. I have the podcast, a podcast app on my phone. Yep. Um, I listened to last week's show, so I know a little bit what I was talking about today. And at the very end of the show, if I can quote correctly, suck it, Jeremy. There might have been a hashtag in there. <laughs> hashtag suck it, Jeremy. That's all I that heard commenting on the crappy music that you played. I think we played The Who right after that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not that you play bad music, Kevin. It's just and, not what I would play. And you were telling me, what was your reaction, and when did you hear this? Where so, were you? I'm on the airplane, and I have my noise-canceling headphones on. I'm listening to it, and you had told me to make sure I listened to the sign-off, which I'm glad you did, because I, I knew you were wrapping the show. I probably would have stopped. So I'm on the airplane, sitting next to the uh, USC mascot that I told that he had to move over. Uh-huh. Um, and... All I hear is, suck it, Jeremy. And out loud, I don't know how loud I said it, because I have noise-canceling headphones on, not sure if anybody heard me. I go, oh, no, <laughs> is what I said out loud on the airplane. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yep. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Love it. Best ending to a show ever. All right. Uh, thanks, Carl, for the shirt. I'll look forward to it. I'll also wear a Cody Kessel is awesome shirt if someone sends me one of those <laughs> since uh, Cody was killing Stevens and uh, New York lately. No, Cody Kessel, very good. And that's it for the Net Live. We'll see you next week. We'll have Jay Hosick right here in studio. Apparently, Kelly Chuckles as well. It'll be a packed studio. Might be the uh, Under the Heat Lamps patio show. We'll have to work on the audio out there. That'll be good. Well, we had uh, um, Gabby. Gabby out there. Yeah. Should be all right. Yeah. Huh. Gabby audio sounded odd, though. Hollow. It's because you're out. You don't. Have, you're just not bouncing off anyone. Here you have yeah. a wall right above your head. It's yeah. just different. No, it'll be. It'll be good. We'll do it. All Can't right. wait. Thanks everybody. Yep. We're out of here. The net live on a Monday. Finished. Two more shows to the end of the year, and we are gone. My fifth year. Uh, it's just whatever. You've been here all six. 
Sweet. Oh, I thought it was eight. Only the top four teams make it to the championship round. But who will celebrate the ultimate victory at the NCAA Women's Volleyball Championship? Be there up close to take in all the exciting action. Get right back at her. And the best way to see it is to experience it live. NCAA Women's Volleyball Championship, December 18th and 20th at Chesapeake Energy Arena in Oklahoma City. Affordable tickets available. Go online at NCAA.com slash volleyball and reserve your seats today.